Blog Talk Radio. Can you feel it? Countries. 
you know, that's about the most hypocritical statement that could ever be made, but we're going to um, talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, let's see. And as I said, and plus, let's not forget our Black History moment, and let's not forget that uh, whatever else you bring to the table as well, we're going to talk about it because you make the show happen, not me. You do. So, and of course, y'all know what? Before I get started, because, you know, I get to run it sometimes, and my mouth get to run in, and you're going to run on and on and run on and on and run in and run in run in and run in. Well, I forget to talk about the logical person of the group, uh, the two of us, and she the one who, who keeps me grounded somewhat. You know, she keep, keep me on the logical side. She keep me under control because, y'all know, I can go. I can get really, really started here. But before I go any further, let's bring... The one, the smart one, the educated one, the one that keeps the show grounded and on the logical side of the thing. The one, the only, he rolls in the house. Hey, young lady, what's going on? How you doing out there today? Hope you're having fun. I am, actually. It's a good day. It is a good day. It is a wonderful day. Today is so good, I feel like singing. You want to sing with me today? No. Let's sing a song. No. no. No? We can't sing a song today? No. I feel like going on. I wish you would go on and quit. <laughs> quit the phone. Stop <laughs> it. You, you, you're going to leave my singing alone there, woman? You're going to really upset me. See, why 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 you even gotta do that? See, that's not even right. That's not right. You shouldn't do me like that. My my feelings are hurt. You know? No, my feelings are really hurt. No, no, they are not. That's virtually impossible. Virtually? I don't live in a virtual world, so how is that virtually impossible? Because it is. <laughs> Go on a minute, I got you with that one. <laughs> Go on a minute, I know, I know. But anyway, oh, so what you think about the show we got planned for these folks today? Talk to us. I think it's going to be a very interesting conversation um, based on the topics that we have and the different aspects. I mean, I know my opinions on them, you know. Uh, some of the some of the ideas are just basically let's go ahead and say it together. Asinine. Why in the world would you ever think of that in the first place? But you know, I digress. We got a lot to do before we get to that. So. Yeah. She said asinine. <laughs> she said a cuss <laughs> Okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so, all right, P, I understand what you're saying, and I do agree with you 100% on that, at least. All right, so, um, tell the folk how they can contact you if they want to email you during the show, because, you know, some people want to talk to us during the show, but they can't really talk to us during the show, so they have to use some emails. So let them know how they can get in contact with you, young lady. They can get in contact with you. Can get in contact with me at p dot leona. That's l e o n a dot ross r o s s two four at gmail dot com. All right. Talk with me. That's it. At gmail 
All right. And, of course, y'all know how y'all can get in touch with me, right? Eric, let's L-E-T-S talk at gmail.com. So if you want to email us before, after, during the show with anything, topic suggestions or what have you, go ahead. Let's do that. We have no problem with that. We'll respond. We will and respond. And we will do that with you. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. yeah, we have no problem. <laughs> for, as long as, for as long as you want to talk, we'll respond to you. Okay. She said that. I didn't say that. Because if you call me, if you send me some mess to talk crazy, I ain't going to talk to you for as long as you want to. I'm going to tell you, nope, can't do it. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you because I, I, I want to see where you're going with it. And I find that, that interesting sometimes. And other times, you know, uh, I'm going to use them 12-letter words on you that's going to have to, you know, you're going to have to pause and go look it up. And then while you're doing that, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you say, yeah, I'm fleet? <laughs> <laughs> Now that is a good one. <laughs> oh my goodness. I never thought about that. <laughs> All right. Okay. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm about to take that title back. Maybe you're not the logical one. <laughs> you gonna go to sleep on the people. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, Lord, but anyway. Anyway. All right, so it's a, <laughs> you know what? You better stop, stop, stop. All right, it's Friday, so, okay? It's Friday. Yeah, yeah, it's just another Friday. That's the title of the show, right? It's just another Friday. Hey, yeah. nothing like good laughter to release stress. Nothing might look like some good laughter. Yeah. All right, so it's about time, y'all, for the song of the day. And I picked out a good one, Michael Jackson, Cry. I don't know. You, you, did you listen to that song, or you, you forgot? No, I was I was busy. I was working on stuff. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, I, I want y'all to pay attention to the words of this song. Yes, I'm playing Michael Jackson music. I don't care what them people out there say. You know, sometimes you just have to disregard ignorance and what have you. You know, I, I, I you know what? I, I I'll talk about this afterwards, though. Because this country, for some reason, all of a sudden want to attack a bunch of dead people. I don't know why they want to attack dead people, but, you know, <laughs> they say that, you know what, though? But that that's true what they say. Dead people ain't the ones that hurt you. It's the ones that walk around here on earth that, that, that'll hurt you. But anyway, without further ado, man, here's Michael Jackson and Cry. Listen to the words. We talk to y'all about five minutes. Enjoy the music.
as with anything and anyone, when you're painted with controversy, people don't tend not to listen to your lyrics more so they're listening to the music and you dance to it, you know, rather than really listening to the lyrics and hear what somebody is saying or the message in the song. A few people do that. Yeah, that's true. That is so true. Yeah, but, hey, that was a good song. I I like it. You know, once they label you and you get stuck, you know, as best pop artists and and dancers, that's what they're looking for. They're not looking for something that's going to touch somebody's heart, you know. Um, that's going to reach mm-hmm. out to the business in the person from you. They're looking for something that you can dance, they can dance to because what? That's what, you know, that's what we used to. So that's what we want. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So that was your song of the day. Hope you enjoyed it. Hey, if you want to go and listen to the song again, you can find it right there on YouTube. It's just called Michael Jackson Cry. And it has the version with the lyrics right there. If you want to listen, read the lyrics as he's singing it, or you can just listen to it, watch the video, whatever. But it's a nice song. It's a nice song. Hey, you know, let me tell y'all something here real fast before we go any further. You know, there's something going around on Facebook about a new rule and all that good stuff. That is not true, y'all, okay? That has been circulating around for years. Every so many years it, it come out and, huh? Yeah, it has. Yeah. You know, and you know, uh, sometimes y'all have to just go back and read and understand. And if it sounds crazy, don't you know? Don't don't forward that mess. You know, every time I see it, I start laughing. I'm I'm telling you, if you want something forwarded and you send it to me, you messed up because it's not happening. Okay, I don't do any of that forward stuff for those of my Facebook friends anyway. But anyway, I digress. I you know, I, I I just. I went too far there. But anyway. <laughs> oh, Lord. I went a little bit too far there. I'm, I'm sorry. I got caught up. I got caught up. All right. So, it's about that time, y'all. For y'all know what. Y'all know what time it is. Oh, yeah. It's morning. Hey. All right. It's that time, y'all, for your black history person, your black history moment. With the one, the only, T. Ross. Tell us about Mr. Reverend Vernon Johns. Oh, yeah. All right. Vernon Johns. He was born 1892. That seemed like a long time ago, y'all don't. It's the 8818. Wow. Uh, and he passed on June 11, 1965. As we all know, he was American a minister. He is best known as the pastor of the Dexter Avenue Baptist Church in Montgomery, Alabama. He was the pastor from 1947 to 1952. If you don't know what church that is, that is the church where Dr. Martin Luther King was the pastor after him. Mr. Burns was born in Darlington Heights, Virginia. Um, uh, where three of his grandparents were enslaved. His paternal grandfather had been hanged for killing his master. And you wonder why Vernon Johns had the attitude that he had. It was in the blood, y'all. His maternal grandfather was Mr. Price, which was a white man. Price had a longstanding relationship with Johns' maternal grandmother and served prison time for 
killing a white man who tried to rape her. After her mother died, John's mother, Sally Price, was raised by the white wife of her father, although the fact that he was actually her father was not generally. In 1915, Johns graduated from Virginia Theological Seminary and College. He then attended the Oberlin Seminary, where he studied with classmate Robert H. Hutchins. While at Oberlin, John was highly respected by his classmates and the faculty and was chosen to give the annual student oration. After graduating from Oberlin in 1918, he attended the University of Chicago's Graduate School of Theology, after which he moved between various congregations in Virginia, West Virginia, and in Pennsylvania. In 1926, he was the first African American to have his work published in Best Sermons of the Year. And that following year, in 1927, Johns married Altona Trent, who was his first and only wife. She was a pianist and music teacher who became a professor at what is now known as Alabama State University. Um, in 1929-33, Johns was the president of Lynchburg, Virginia Theological Seminary and College. But because he was unable to stabilize, stabilize the school's finances, he was forced to resign. He then returned to the family farm for several years, and in 1937, he was called again to become the pastor of the First Baptist Church in Charleston, West Virginia. However, in 1941, Johns returned to Lynchburg as pastor of Court Street Baptist Church, but was quickly forced to resign by the congregation, and he returned to his farm. See, Mr. Johns had these dynamic and controversial messages about the civil rights movement and about in general. And so church folk didn't, you know, can you handle the truth? No, they couldn't handle the truth because they feared for their lives, probably. I'm just saying. I don't know. I wasn't there. Anyhow, due to his wife's connection at Alabama State University, um, he was appointed as pastor of the Dexter Avenue Baptist Church in 1948. On one occasion, he paid his bus fare and was directed to the back, but he refused to sit there and demanded his money back. Not only did he ruffle some feathers among the middle-class congregation by selling his farm produce from outside the church building, he also led a student strike in Prince Edward County. So, you see, Martin Luther King wasn't the first one to do it. Vernon Johns was doing it before him. In 1951, which led to the case of Davis versus Prince Edward County, the county was one of five cases that constituted Brown versus Board of Education in Topeka, where the Supreme Court struck down segregation of schools. Mr. Johns noted that one uh, uh, one of um, um, his um, inspirations, uh, Reverend Johns' inspirations, uh, in 1953 was when he was forced to resign as pastor in Montgomery. He then returned to his family farm where he spent the rest of his life. He died as a result of a heart attack on June 11, 1965, at age 73. 
Of course, you know, there was a television film made in 1994 called Road to Freedom, the Vernon John story. Look it up. And that is the Reverend Vernon John. All right, that was your Black History Moment, the Reverend Vernon Johns. And you know what? Check out the movie, man. The movie is really, really good. And as she said, the middle-class congregation that was at that church at that time, no, they were some uppity black folk. That's what they were. And they felt, you know, basically their feeling was, you know, he was just uh, um, embarrassing. Uh, You know, yeah, you know, he he was just embarrassing. Yes, that too. You know, he was all that to them. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, check out the story on Reverend Vernon Johns. It's a good story, man. And, I mean, I learned something because I didn't know, you know, he was he was at the same church as Martin Luther King Jr. In fact, Martin Luther King talked to him before they turned, to, he, you know, he, he left the church. And the, But what the congregation did, and did not know was they were getting someone just like Vernon Johns that would actually elevate the, the civil rights movement even more because Vernon Johns mm-hmm. believed that you know why why could do black why black folks had to always be the consumer when you could be the one you know the ownership and things of that nature you know you can own the things instead of just being the consumer it was it, I mean this guy was amazing but there's a little known story that nobody really knows about and I like I said I learned a lot even from just watching because I didn't know about Reverend Vernon John. So check it out, man. It, it, it's good history to know. And share it with your kids. So next time, when they just keep talking about Martin Luther King Jr., you say, hey, wait a minute, there was someone there before Martin Luther King Jr. Y'all just don't know. But anyway, thank you, P. That was, that was a great, 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 great black history moment there. I do appreciate that. All right, so next we have, uh, what we got next, P? Oh, yeah, we got to get to the stories, don't we? We haven't even started talking about the stories yet. See, that was saying, we roving so fast here, but that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Energy is high. Welcome to Let's Talk on Block Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. I'm my co-host, P. Ross, riding with us. We got some stuff for you today, people. And first thing we're going to talk about is about that ship out there in the middle of the Arabian Sea. Oh, yeah. And um, it can't go into any ports. Um, their mission has been, quote-unquote, officially extended or adjusted because there's a virus. Yeah, that's what they say. There's a virus on the ship, an outbreak of disease and virus. Now, they've been out there already for three months. Three months at sea. The name of the ship is the Fort McHenry. And it's a dock loading ship. Okay. Now, reports say there's only 25 of the 700 soldiers and Marines that have been diagnosed with viral paritis, 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 whatever the heck that word is, P-A-R-O-T-I-T-I-S. And they say it triggers symptoms similar to the mumps with fever, dehydration, chills. Okay. And, um, and only about 3.5% of the service members on board, you know, supposed to have these symptoms. Um, but here's the interesting thing. The ship medical crew, while they're out there, out of, and here's the statement they said, the Department of Navy said, out of an abundance of caution, all those aboard the ship has been vaccinated with measures, mumps, with measles, mumps, and rubella booster vaccinations. Now, 
on this, and, and me and P have talked have talked about this uh, uh, extensively, and because the question is, why haven't we heard about this? Number one, and the only reason you heard about it because of some kind of way, uh, um, um, in some kind of way, it, news got to one of the um, news outlets, and then it became public. But before then, you you didn't even know anything out there. Now, being a former, being a veteran myself. I know before you deploy anywhere, go anywhere, you take shots. Trust me, you take shots. You take a whole lot of shots. Okay? Now, if you're taking, you've been vaccinated already, you out here on this ship, and they talking about we revaccinating you with booster shots for the measles, the mumps, and whatever they think you may have, wouldn't you be a little suspicious? Wouldn't you be a little, hmm, and that's where I'm at with this thing, hmm, because something's just not right. Y'all remember, I don't know how many of y'all remember the show used to come on TNT called The Last Ship. Well, they, you know, they were out there, and they had to cure to a disease, and they had to stay away from ports because everybody wanted it and so forth because disease had brought up, broken out of the United States and the world and stuff like that. Now, yeah, isn't that odd? Isn't that odd? On the whole ship. Now, as I said, you know, we get vaccinated pretty good in the military. We got vaccinated real good in the military. You don't have an option with that. That is something you do not have an option with. If you're serving, you're going overseas, they're going to hit you with everything they can think of. Experimental or already, you know, established, they're going to hit you with it. So why is this ship out there for three months in the Arabian Sea floating around talking about a disease outbreak? Why is that? Doesn't that sound a little <laughs> fishy to some people? I know it sounds fishy to me. It really does. But y'all know what? My co-host, she has a, 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 a tap. I think she knows what's going on out there. I'm going to let her explain it to you. Tell them what's going on out there in that water, uh, P. What's going on in the waters? Now, this is just my opinion, and I'm just speculating. I can't say for a fact I ain't there. I'm not in them people's minds. But I just think because it is a ship, it's out in the water, and you've got all these, you know, specimens in a controlled environment, why not experiment and see what happens? Because everybody seemingly got this virus. Everybody except for one out of the 25 people got the virus. Okay, so let's just say, you know, like the Tuskegee syphilis experiments, we shoot you up and we just go sit back and see what happens. What if, if that indeed was the case? You know, I'm just saying. It's speculative. Anything is possible, you know, and, and because literally when you're in the, in, the, in the military, you are government property, so basically they can do what they want to do, and they don't necessarily have to tell you. They don't have to disclose any, every, any and everything to you. We know that as a historical fact. See? So just speculating on that. I'm not saying that's what happened, but this is my mindset, you know. Uh, and it would never have gotten out um, until CNN asked about it because the U.S. military had no intention of ever disclosing that those people were sick. And this happened back in December when when the first the, the, the first episode broke out, you know, 
and 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 then the most recent case not even being reported until March ninth of of this year. Three whole months, y'all. Three whole months. Um. So and at the time that that it was brought to the attention of CNE, CNN, um, they had determined that okay, yeah, none of these you know are are like threatening. Everybody has already recovered, or they expected to make full recovery. You know, now there were 703 military personnel aboard the ship that had received the MMR shot. That's that's the booster vaccination, measles, mumps, and rubella. Um, And that was how they were on the ship. And the ship is in the Persian Gulf. That's where it was. So they were just stuck there with nobody going on because nobody leaving the ship. And the whole thing halted for 30 days after, now that's after the last reported illness, due to the various incubation periods. So the 24 out of the 25 that got it in December, by December 22nd, 24 of the 25 had already returned to duty. But because they became ill, of course, they quarantined the ship. But I still say, I still say, you know, what if? What if it was just a control experiment to see, hey, let's see how they react. Let's see what's going on. And let's see yeah, the results. Let's see the results. Because we got them all here. They can't go anywhere, you know. And we're not going to tell nobody. Now, it doesn't, the article does not reveal how CNN found out. Possibly somebody wrote to their parents and told them they had the mumps or something. But it could have been leaked. It had to be. Because otherwise, we never would have heard about it. It never would have made the news. Not at all. Not at all. So what are your thoughts on this? Experiment or just an actual, you know, natural outbreak? I I don't know. I agree 100% with that. And, and, you know, um, let's not forget that we are in an age where uh, the military is is developing different types of of, war, war. there you go. That's where I was going. Yeah, that's where I was going. So this is a perfect, 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 perfect shot time to, to try some things out and see, you know, what is the, what are the effects, how many people and how fast does it work? And, you know, if there's a serum that they're working on to, to protect the American soldiers and citizens, then let's try it right here and see how it works out. It's, a, it's very interesting. I, I think, you know, three months out to sea, that's a long time without making a port call, you know, shoo. And it's it, like you say, it's just a controlled, very controlled environment. So, hey, it's, it's there. But we we got a caller here who want to speak on, on this thing. So let's let's bring them in here real quickly. All right, let's see. We got 254-5930. Talk to me, my brother. What's going on? 
Oh, I didn't push no buttons. <laughs> yes, you did, Harker. You pushed one, and you wanted to talk to me. How you doing, brother? What's going on? I, I'm doing. I'm doing. I didn't raise my hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'll put you back in the queue. But all right. It's nice hearing okay. your voice, man. <laughs> all right. You too. All right. All right. So yeah. So that that's what's going. I, I, that's what you know. Our opinion, anyway, is that there's more going on than what's being told. And with the military, you never know. But you got a ship out there in the middle of the Arabian Sea, which is one of the you know most busiest places, um, parts of the ocean. Yeah, and it's a lot of stuff going on out there. So we shall see. You know, I, man, I tell you, it, it's just shocking. It's shocking, you know, that, that well, it's not shocking. History tells us that, our you know, Mr. Smith has a, a tendency of testing on their own people before you test on anybody else, but they don't tell you anything. And But the, the telling the telling part of this whole thing is they went back and, quote, unquote, re-vaccinated with booster shots. Ah, that, that got, I mean, that really did get my attention because I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, I know all them cats done had shots, and they up to date on their boosters, so why you got to give them more shots? But then again, the sheep are not supposed to, won't realize that's what's going on. They'll just take it for their word and keep riding. That's what they're going to do. But hold on, we got somebody else, T. Let's see. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Talk to me. What you got for me? I want two pepperoni pizzas, light on the onion, some anchovies. <laughs> Okay. Thank you very much. All right. All right, sir. We'll send it through Uber Eats, okay? Yeah. I want to send it out to the to the um to the members of the um of that ship that's floating out there. In the ship. Yeah. All right, Joe. So what you got? I know you got an interesting um opinion on this. Well, talk to me. Well, I, this is the first time I've heard of it. Um, so it's a military ship, our military ship, that's floating around that hasn't been to port yet for 30 days. Oh, three months. Three months. It's, the name days. of the ship is the Fort, yeah, Fort Mahenry. It's out there in the Arabian Sea. Yeah. All right. And here's what I'm confused about. This is listening. Um, you said there's something like 700 people who were on board of the ship, um, but you said 24 out of the 25 Got the um, uh, got the disease, but when yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what that's what they're telling us. Okay, but if there's seven hundred people on seven hundred people on board, what's what category are these twenty five? When you say twenty four out of twenty five, I would have thought they would have said twenty four out of seven hundred and three. Good question, Joe. Good question. You know, are these are these twenty five people actually sellers, or are they just? I, yeah, that's a good question, Joe. That's a very good question. That that no. puts even more. Uh, yeah. That makes you wonder even more, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, and I was I was pleased. Um, I, when Clinton was in office, he signed um, he signed the bill. If my if my memory serves me right, uh, kind of secret that he allowed the military to do any kind of experiments that they wanted without informing the, um, you know, the members of the military what it was that they were getting. So it could be, right. um, you know, for all yeah, we know, that's it what could, I said. you know, it could be a controlled experiment. Yeah. That's yeah. what I said. 
You know, and when I deployed to Saudi, I remember these pills they kept trying to give us, and, it was, you know, we used to have to line up in, in, in formation, and everybody had to take the pill all at one time. But he used to tell us, don't tell anybody. You know, you, know, you can't tell anybody you took these pills. So, oh, is that right? It, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, you, you know, it, it's not like it, it's never. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, and like I said, you stood in formation, you took your canteen out, you took the pills out, you popped the pill, and you drank, swallowed it with water. Oh, yeah. And you had to do it in front of a monitor, right? Somebody was watching to make sure that you took the pills? Yeah. Your platoon sergeant, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, I would have been so suspicious then. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. See? So, you know, as I said before, it's not beyond uh, reality that something else is going on here on this ship that we just just don't know about. But you did bring up a good point, Joe. Who who are these 25 people? Are they actually soldiers, um, um, sailors, and Marines, or... Are there somebody else on there just for this purpose? Yeah, I mean, if they—I mean, if they haven't been to port for ninety days, and it's seven hundred yeah. of them, there, there's got to be a leak. Some some wife, some daughter, some nephew would have, you know, inquired about them, asked Congress, leaked it to CNN. Oh, and by the way, talking about CNN. You know how CNN has been talking about Venezuela, 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 socialism. It's going down the tubes. The people are digging into garbage to get their food. Here's, the, here's what I found out the other day. Take, go to YouTube when you have the time and look up Max Blumenthal and Venezuela. And what he did, he's an American who went over to Venezuela, and he found that nobody's digging into the garbage can. He, he he took his little crew all around uh, Venezuela to the to the shopping mall, and it's like, uh, what are you talking about? See, there's nobody uh, dying of poverty over here, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it, it, was, it was it was a series of interesting videos, you know. It was amazing. I mean, so you can't trust, you know, forget you can't trust the news no. one or the other. Yeah. No. Well, it's it's more it's more going on in, in CNN than um, that, I mean it's more going on in Venezuela than people realize. You know, it, it's actually it's actually another one of those instances where, you know, the leader decide you know I want to you know do my own currency and back about back it with the resources in my country. And of course, Mr. Smith, like, nope, you can't do oh, it. We're not gonna oh. we're not gonna allow you to do it. Yeah, uh, right. you know. Yeah, now all of a sudden you have, you know, you do have this unrest over there. And, of course, they're saying, well, the people, you know, because they always put it on the people. Right. The people are revolting, yeah. But we know that um, there are certain factions within Mr. Smith's organization that causes uprising. But, yeah. they, of course, they, they're hiding their hands. So I'm not going to call any any um, organizations out, but you, y'all know who I'm talking about. And, you know, they go over there and cause unrest. Because they want uh, Marrero, I think they want him out of control. They want him out of office now. They, they want him out. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. I didn't know that so. um, they were going to replace uh, whatever currency they were using with their own currency. Oh, yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's the death warrant right there. I mean, you can't replace the central bank. The Rothschilds aren't going to let you do that. <laughs> Forget that crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you know, it, it, it's just it's crazy. And the reason why they were doing it, to um, alleviate some of the stress from the sanctions that the United States placed on them, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, Mr. Smith has his hand in a whole lot of stuff that oh, people yeah. don't realize, but, but it's not reported that way here. So people be like, yeah, yeah, and then, and then, but that's not the case. That That is not the case. Yeah. That makes me wonder so, about yeah. Trump. Remember when I said I like Trump, I'm a Trump supporter, but... I'll always um, have um, an option out there thinking that he just might be a Manchurian candidate or a Trojan horse. And he wants to go to, all of a sudden, he wants to go to Venezuela and put troops on Venezuelan soil. And I'm asking myself, why? You know, maybe before for oil, but right now we are the largest oil producer in the, um, in the globe. So why are we We're going pre- over there? <laughs> you know. Because of... Uh... The, the reserves of oil that is in Venezuela. They have the largest oil reserves in the world. You know oh. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hey, look, like we always say, follow the money, follow the oil, oh, yeah. and you'll get your answers. There you go. That's right. You know, now, now I mean, and when you get to talking about putting troops in, in other countries, I mean, you know, history has shown us that if that's what has to be done, that's what is done. It's it's just the way that Mr. Smith operates. Yeah, it really is. I mean, yeah. There's um, I think there was a map I had seen the other day. I think the um, United States had incited um, riots or created conflicts in something like 40 countries in the last 50, 60 years, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So Mr. Smith, yeah, you know, we're as imperialistic as ever. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I'm glad you brought Venezuela up because, you know, um, there's a, a story that came out that Mike Pompeo, uh, the yeah. Secretary of State, said the U.S. will engage with other countries regardless of their human rights record. If it, listen to it, if it serves American interests. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. He later, he later said that the U.S. recognizes its interests are best served if governments respect human rights. Okay, but then in the same statement, he went on to say um, that um, um, on Iran, the pattern of cruelty that the regime has inflicted on the Iranian people for the last four decades, and he said China is in a league of its own when it comes to human rights violations. Now, if that's not a hypocritical statement in itself, it, it, it's just crazy, you know, because we know anytime something happens, that's one of the first things that the United States start yelling about, human rights, human, human rights, rights, human rights. Yeah. Yeah. But now they're coming out saying, hey, we don't care. If we got, if it's something we can get out of it, out of it and it's something worth our while, we, we, we don't care. We're going to overlook that, except for the countries that we don't like, Iran, China, <laughs> well, you know yeah, I mean? all the yeah, all the countries that have bombs. Yeah, yeah. Venezuela. He even mentioned Venezuela as well. Mm-hmm. So, what does that tell you? What does that tell you? 
it tells me business as usual. It's, um, you know, we, not we, but the military, uh, the Pentagon will go out there and grab whatever they can. You know, it, it, but like, like I've always said, the only, the only reasons why the United States, and usually most countries, go to war, it isn't over um, human rights issues. It's because of natural resources, um, water, oil, shipping rights, and geopolitical positions. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, it, yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I highly suggest y'all go and look at the video um, that um, Joe just said. What's the video again, Joe? It's uh, by Max Blumenthal, and just put in the keywords, Max Blumenthal, um, uh, Venezuela. And he just, <laughs> he just goes to these malls, which are really nice, you know, really nice malls. They're not affected by the, um, the conflict at all. And people, uh-huh. oh, it's amazing. You know, it's like, like I said, you know, CNN reporting that people are uh, digging through garbage cans all throughout Venezuela because of socialism. Well, I'm not a fan of socialism, but capitalism is still there in Venezuela. When you take a look at these malls and people are just having a good old time, you know, eating and buying, right. you know, <laughs> amazing. Right. Well, you know, it, it, the narrative has to be a, a negative one. To, and for for people to get in line with it, as yeah. anything with Mr. Smith, that's that's what he does. I mean, he has to change the narrative to to make it seem like there's a dire need for intervention or a change. And then, of course, we you know you send the troops in and everything. Everybody's a hoorah, hoorah, and he accomplishes the mission. You know, mm-hmm. another government destroyed. You know, another government destroyed. And another puppet put in place so it can be controlled. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's an old it's an old um, um, trick, but that's what's done. That's that's how it's done. Absolutely. So people <laughs> up, you know, and I'm you know, so now I'm 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 looking at um, at Trump with more of a leery eye than I had before. Um, you know, because he he knows what's going on, and and for him to. For him to later, maybe a year from now, say, "Well, I relied on my intelligence reports." Come on, you ran for president on the Reform Party. You ran for president as a Republican to try to drain the swamp. You know what's going on. You know the history of the world. You can't tell us later that oh, we went into Venezuela, or maybe we went into Chile or Bolivia or any of these other countries because of human rights interests and baloney. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Sure sounds like another politician, you ask me. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, sounds just like another politician. You know, yeah. standing up there telling telling you what you want to hear. But of course we know that's already been done. Yeah. You know, that's how he got elected. You know, that's his base. And and his base still um truly believes anything he tells them. You know, you wanted mm-hmm. a few that that may step back and say, "Wait a minute, now this don't look right." But for the majority of his base, oh yeah, you know, hook, line, and sinker. Uh, yeah, he, they probably he, he are. Tell yeah, they probably are. You know, but I mean, if um, I, I would like to think that the base also, which had um, certain agendas that he that he seemed to represent, but if too many of our uh, boys, like. Still exclude girls from going into much danger, even if they're in the combat. They're still behind the lines, and they're still doing medic work, and you know, 
There's too many of our boys keep dying overseas, and I'm hoping that his base does wake up. As a matter of fact, I'd like to have a, some kind of representative for the military have file a class action suit for all the wars and conflicts that the military uh, has been in for the last 60 years. When we join the military, we're there to fight for our freedom, not for Boeing, not for General Motors, not for General Electric, not for the um, defense industry, for our freedom, not to go overseas and get our legs blown off for oil or for anything else. I hope there's a class action suit coming one of these days. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. The only problem, well, yeah, that would be interesting. But first, you have to you have to find a court that would accept that that class action suit. You know right. yeah. and, and and let's be honest, let's be honest. Um, honestly, none of the none of the the, the quote unquote wars were, was about American freedom. They really weren't. That's right. That's none right. of them were. We have to yeah. you know, First of all, I don't think the military can sue the government, which is a shame. But if it could, it certainly would say this hasn't been about American freedom. Because we were never attacked by these countries. We're over here. Right. They're over there. We went over right. there. <laughs> there. Right. Over there. You know, even, and it, let's take a look, 9-11. Let's talk 9-11. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, once again, quote, unquote, the narrative is we were attacked by Osama bin Laden. Right? That was the yeah. narrative in the beginning. Well, but we ended up in, oh, but we ended up in Iraq chasing yeah. Saddam Hussein. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? So yeah, well, right. how did how did it switch? So how, how did it get switched well, up? Wasn't he somebody who didn't who was he wasn't he, supposedly he wasn't friendly with Osama bin Laden. I think he was supposedly against um Osama bin Laden and the whatever he represented, the at the time, it wasn't called Al Qaeda. It was Muji Chai Van or something like that. I forget the name. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, all yeah, bunch of crap. Of course, and, and little little as people know, and, and you know Osama bin Laden, you know he was friends with the with with Mr. Smith. You know he he oh, was yeah. he was friends with him. Yeah, you know uh, yeah. big people up in the administration at the time. They were friends. Of course, but you see how how fast that changed. Well, that changes real uh, real fast. Yeah, same thing with Saddam Hussein. I mean, he shook hands with yeah. um, the defense. Um, who was it at the time? What, what was the guy's name? Defense secretary, or Rodden Roddenfeld, whatever his name was. And um, the military. Uh, yeah, thanks. And um, and the military gave him the weapons that he supposedly used against the Kurds, which then made us say. See, he's using weapons of mass destruction, and you know, well, a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> exactly, exactly, Joe. A bunch of nonsense. But that'd be something interesting to see if it ever happens, and to see what the ruling would be. You know, but yeah, it's a hard suing um, the military and, and Mr. Smith. You know, that's that's because yeah. of the oath that you take to go in. Yeah. You know, but, but, you know, service members can't, but the spouses can. Oh, you really? know what I'm Yeah, because spouse is not part of the military. Oh. They're, they're married to, see, and that's the technical part of it. They're married to military members. However, 
They don't take no oath or anything like that. Their husbands and wives take the oath, not the spouses. Oh, really? So technically, they could they could bring um, a class action suit. I wonder why of that course. happened. Because the class action suit they, happened when the people got cancer down there at the ground zero. So why why yeah. I wonder why class action suit hasn't been uh, hasn't been formulated. Because, yeah. because many uh, the majority of the spouses do not doesn't do not realize they can do that. Hmm. And plus, you you have to think about too the repercussions that will come down uh, on you know the repercussions behind that as well. Yeah, they could have you know, been the husband. Yeah. 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 You, you see, so there's a, a plus to it and a minus to it as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but, but yeah, I'm on you're done. Yeah. Good old Mr. Smith, boy. How we just love Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith, you can go after yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Well. Mr. Smith, he's been doing it. He's been doing it for years. So, you know, you know that it's one of those things where if um if if nobody realizes what's going on, you know, nobody's gonna say anything. You know. Well, even if they do, I mean, Alex Jones has been talking about this for years, and now. When you listen to Hannity and Limbaugh and Levin and the rest, sometimes they mention the very same terminology and agenda of the um, uh, of the Democrats that Alex Jones has been warning about for years. But nobody ever mentions Alex Jones was the first one to do all of this because Alex Jones is considered a conspiracy freak. He doesn't know what he's talking about. You know, he's on the fringe. But um, they're mentioning... That this is an information war. Hannity talked about that. Um, Limbaugh talked about international bankers and globalists and said that Trump was the only one that stood between us and I think he said one world order. Um, you know, so they've been yeah, they've been knowing about what what Alex Jones has been talking about for years, but they just did. I you know I just think that the uh, the people like the conservatives. And the um, and the leftists and the uh, and the liberals, they're both shills. Because if you if you know if you think about it, what do Hannity and Limbaugh, Levin and the rest, what do they have in common? They always say, well, um, the Democrats are bad, and yeah, the Republicans are bad too. But keep voting Republican. So if they keep the American people thinking, you've got to vote either Republican or either Democrat. They're keeping the entire citizenry of America on the plantation because there's no change. And if there's no change and you still got the two corrupt parties in office, that's part of the communist uh, platform, you know, divide and conquer mm. and make it look yeah. like that one, one is against the other, but they're not against the other, you know. <laughs> right. They're just okay. Uh, they're just corrupt in different ways. That's all. Nah. Let's see. It says families, even those with active duty members, can sue the government for negligence, negligence under the Federal Tort Claims Act. Troops themselves, however, cannot sue the government for personal injuries caused by the negligence of military members, including those providing medical care. 
So there it uh-huh. is. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. Then, all right, then. Maybe, uh, who knows, maybe some some tort lawyer will come along and try to round up the spouses and see if they can do something. Yeah, well, like I say, that 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 is that is a battle in itself the, that you're going to really, because it's not going to be a, a quick battle. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what no, I mean? no. It's not going to be a quick case at all. So no, you're going to have to have a lot of fun. That's right. It will take a lot of time and a lot of money, and the spouses will say, well, we don't have the money to pay these lawyers, so it'll, it might just fizzle out, you know? Hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, let's see. Um, the thing is the Fairs Doctrine, a 1950 Supreme Court decision that bars active duty troops from claiming damages for actions related to military service. So that's why mm-hmm. they can't do it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I like that. There it is. Of- the fair doctrine, which is unfair to to the military. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good one there. All right, let's let's move on. Let's move on. I think we to beat that up enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, Joe. All right, now here's something that's interesting, Joe, and I know you're gonna love this one because he loved it herself. He said, "What in the world?" When I sent it to him. Like mm-hmm. what in the world is this? Um, an abortion activist files a bill to charge men with sex with uh, out a condom with aggravated assault. Alright? Oh, um a Democratic state representative of Georgia, Deshaun Kendrick, has proposed a testicular bill of rights package in response to a bill to outlaw abortions after a fetal heartbeat is detected. The bill would require men to ask permission from their partners before taking Viagra or erectile dysfunction medication and wait <laughs> and wait 24 hours before purchasing a sex toy. Um, she, she says she wants to classify sex without a condom as sexual assault and ban vasectomy procedures. She said men would also be forced to begin paying child support before a woman reaches eight weeks in pregnancy, which means it will require DNA testing when a woman is six weeks and one day to determine the father of the child who shall immediately begin paying child support. Okay. Uh, she went on to say the purpose of the bill is meant to bring awareness to the fact that if you're going to legislate our bodies, which she meant women bodies, then we have every right to propose legislation to regulate yours. And she's been in office since January of 2011. Now, uh, she says she went on to say that she knows the bill probably won't pass, which, duh, no, it's not going to pass. But she proposed it anyway. And me and Pete, when we, me and Pete, when we saw it, we just started laughing like, what in the world is going on now? You know, and, yeah. (laughs) Who is she? Who is she? Yeah. You know, I, I said, man, okay, so she she want them to get permission. Um, excuse me, baby, it's all right if I take some Viagra or, or you know, C-Ants or C-Alice, or, you know, before we get busy. You know what I mean? Hey, babe, I want to go down here to the store and buy your toy. Is it all right if I do that? Allow <laughs> well, me, no damn. What in the world? That, that's just crazy. Crazy. Oh, now, you didn't, you didn't. 
You know, women are trying all over the place to castrate men. Can I can I kiss you, baby? Can I buy a toy? Can I use a rubber? Can I can I use some Viagra, honey, please? If you if if it's okay with you, baby, okay? Oh, you're pregnant? Oh, you told me you weren't going to get pregnant? Oh, and you and you think it's me even before the baby's born, and you want me to pay for your mistake? Oh, and you're telling <laughs> me that? Oh, Jesus. That men have been controlling your body? Uh, how, how have we been controlling your body? You're the ones that say um, yes or no to whether or not men can have sex with you. You say well, uh, yes or no as to whether or not you want to give uh, birth. And you say yes or no as to who pays the goddamn bills. And you're saying, well, now it's time to re-regulate yours? Who is this, this, this witch? <laughs> well, well, well. In all fairness, this was, this was her response to a bill that they, um, this is her response to a bill that was passed in March um, to ban abortions after a fetal heartbeat is detected. And once they can hear that baby's heartbeat, unless it's a case, a case of rape or incest, um, and then only if the woman files a report. If they don't file a report, then you cannot get an abortion, you know, after that baby's heartbeat is detected. So this is response to that. And what she was saying, you know, this is her testicular bill of rights report. If you want some regulations over our bodies and over choice, then it's done. We want some regulation over your body. We, we, we're coming for your testicles is what oh, yeah? she's saying. Well, they so can come you, can't no got... yeah. you can't get no Viagra. You got to wait 24 hours before you purchase any porn or sex toys. And this is just in the state of of Georgia. See, also, to get back at them, you know, for saying that once the baby, you know, you can't have an abortion after the baby heartbeat starts beating, that at six weeks, when a woman is six weeks and one day, then that whoever she is, 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 is pregnant from needs to have a DNA test before the baby is eight weeks, before she is eight weeks pregnant. And if they uh, are determined to be the father, then they will immediately start yeah. paying child support. Right then. Once you're yeah. determined to be, be, be the father of that embryo, then you will immediately start paying child support. That's why she said, okay, well, then we send the band vasectomies in whole or in, in, in the whole, in part, both in part and whole, you know, um, because, you know, hey, you still killing babies because you're carrying the seed, so we can't get pregnant without it. So since we, since when they have a heartbeat, then um, we can't have an abortion? Well, neither can you have a vasectomy without our permission. It's got to be banned. Mm-hmm. Well, but the crazy part about that was making an aggravated assault crime for men who have sex without a condom. Now that's just crazy. And I see you don't went too far, you know. You know the, the the question comes to hand. Okay, I, I guess if she gets pregnant, that means he had sex or they had sex without a condom, right? Right. So you're gonna you're gonna charge them. You're gonna charge That's them, true. right? That is, yeah, that makes no sense whatsoever. But you know what? When when it comes to the abortion, we have had this discussion on the show numerous times, and and you know, as me and Joe have said, 
you know, feel that the guy should have some kind of say in the abortion anyway, you know, um, because we know in a lot of cases that the, the father doesn't have a say in it. Half the time he don't even know it, it, it has happened until after the fact. So, you know, if you're going to put all these, I mean, you and, know, and look, this, this is crazy. Yeah. It, it, this is just crazy. Go ahead, Joe. And this happened to my own family. My cousin married this woman. Uh, of course, in love, in love, in love, and all that. And she told him, she said that she agreed with the philosophy because they said they weren't going to have kids until they were financially ready. So what happened was, after about eh, two or three years of marriage, all of a sudden she gets pregnant. Now, she says that she didn't realize she had gotten pregnant um, until about two or three months down the line because she had put on weight and, you know, she didn't realize she was pregnant. Okay, to me, it's bull. But in any case, she told him, I, if I get pregnant, I will have an abortion. Now she's pregnant, she changes her mind. So now they have one kid. Then about a year later, she gets pregnant again, right, telling him, okay. don't worry, honey, um, next time, you know, don't worry, we'll have the abortion. Yet the kid, he has no say in it whatsoever. Now she has her tubes tied. But it's already too late. And I'm thinking to myself, look, you got to have an agreement way before then. And it's against public policy. Have a written contract. The woman says, I will, I will get an abortion. You get an abortion. If you don't want the abortion, that's your choice. Choice of your body, but you pay for the child. You pay for the upkeep, the maintenance, the support from then on. Now, I bet you that kind of, if that kind of contract was allowed by law, you'd reduce pregnancies by 50%. Yeah, that's if, that's if uh, the law is followed. <laughs> let's be honest. That's if the law is followed. Because, I mean, let's be honest, because we, we have examples out there where the state does not recognize certain kind of contracts. I, especially when it comes to child support and trying to get their money back from the services they have provided, that young lady, i.e., SNAP and and Medicaid, Medicaid yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah, well, so it's against it's against public policy. No state will allow that type of contract. But if uh, right. if a, if a woman is supposed to be um, an adult with free will, then she's supposed to have the burden of and the consequences of her decisions. Don't say you're my equal. You are a woman, you're an adult, but then shields her from the consequences of a bad decision or a deceitful um, decision that was made um, in the past um, with the agenda of deceiving the husband or the boyfriend. Bull. You're, you're an adult, you've got responsibilities, live up to them. But the public policy, well, they say, well, you can't do that because it's public policy, it's against public policy. Well, a lot of laws, or not a lot, but a few laws have been passed that have been against public policy. So it's possible yeah. to break down the wall. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so you don't want to hear it, huh? I don't want to hear this. Well, we, I mean, we already know that it's, it's not going to be. It, 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 if it makes it, 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 if it passes, it, it'll be amazing. But, yeah. I, I, you know. That is not going to pass. Now you talking about <laughs> men? In, you 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 talking about men mostly? 
that's probably in the Georgia legislature, and 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 they're gonna pass something that's 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 gonna, yeah, no, that ain't gonna work. No, of course it's not. That is not gonna work. Well, they they I... are not. They are not going to do that. That's gonna restrict them. You know, that's gonna impale them and compel them to do stuff that they really ain't. You know, ain't, ain't gonna do under no circumstances. That's because men without law. That's because men are pussy. <laughs> you know that? Oh, oh it, it is. What's happening? Take a look at take a look at the Democratic Party. Twenty people, either seventeen or twenty people, are in the um, are throwing their hat in the ring for the twenty twenty presidential election. Almost all of them have taken up the Ocasio Cortez banner of the Green Earth agenda. They don't want any more airplanes. They don't want, they want to fight climate change. They weren't saying this until now. Before, a couple of Democrats might have been talking about it, but when um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez came on the line, all of a sudden everybody was on her side. That's because men are just that, weaklings. They do <laughs> what the women tell them to because that's the way they are. If men just grabbed their cojones and took them out of the pickle jar and started acting like men, we wouldn't have these problems. Well, Joe, you may have a point there. You may have a point. But we got somebody else who want to come in and comment on this topic right here, so let me bring them in. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? I'm Mary. All right. This is this lady, and I've been listening about 20 minutes. And I just want to say... Joe always said she got pregnant, then she got pregnant again, as if she did it all by herself. Her pregnancy was that like of, I guess, Jesus Christ, divine intervention. Um, and not at all talking about the equal um, activities by both parties that resulted in the pregnancy, but he's the finger at the woman, she got pregnant, which is like so outdated, just old and outdated, just played out, because nobody gets pregnant alone. So if a man doesn't want to have children, protection or get a vasectomy or not have sex at all, or get one of those sex balls. Are you too willing to undergo some little questioning that will expose okay. your lack of logic? Don't get a sex doll. Don't have sex or, or some other implement. Uh, or wear a condom. Or get a vasectomy. Okay. I mean, there's options. All right. Now, Miss Lady, are oh, you are you willing to ask some questions, or are you going to go and visit whoever you got to visit every time you got a little bit of uh, disagreement? Because I got a question for you. Do you believe women are adults? <laughs> I'm not sure what you're saying. It's kind of muffly. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm driving. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Can you hear me? Uh, okay, that's better. Okay. Do you believe women are adults? 
Well, sometimes you start to wonder if men, if males or females are adults, because they certainly don't think in accuracy. Okay. Well, well, do you believe that women are responsible for their own decisions? In wisdom or maturity. Okay. Do you believe women are responsible for their own decisions? I believe, well, see. So you the yes or no. Uh, okay. No, because there's always. No one comes to a decision vacuum. Decisions are based on people's experience, their maturity, their their judgment ability, uh, their support system, their resources. All right. So you want to bring up a whole no bunch of to decision into uh, right, right, right. No, okay. So I okay. think that if you're a functioning adult. Pretty much yes, but okay. I know I cannot. I cannot say that everyone should be responsible for their decisions because some people have low IQs, some people are uh, are vulnerable, very vulnerable, and some people are predators and they take advantage of of other people, be they children or adults. So All right. I think it's contextual. Um, okay. All right. All right, so, yeah, there are those, but for, for, let's say, those women who make decisions, let's say um, their IQ is fairly high, there aren't any um, kind of contingencies that are going to affect or impair their judgment. If a woman, those kind of women, uh, reach into contracts (laughs) and agreements with men, do you not believe that they should uphold those agreements and contracts? I believe that not all contracts are valid contracts. And some you can contract to do anything, but that isn't a legal contract that could make it a valid contract. Well, well, let's say it's a valid contract. Anything, an agreement in which both sides know the terms of the contract and say they agree to them. Do you believe that both parties should uphold their end of the contract? Not necessarily, because some contracts. Some contracts because so, Oh, please! Well, you've always got an out. You, you know, okay. there's not uh, necessarily no, for that. Not necessarily for this. I'm talking okay. about right. men and so, women. Oh, for God's sake! This, you've always got an. You're not, you know, you, some contracts are invalid, some are illegal, and some, because of rationality, should not be upheld. No. If, yeah, okay, it should not be upheld. Of course, if it's, you know, not oh, as a benefit oh, okay. of a woman. Okay, hold on, hold on for a minute, Joe. All right, okay. Joe, simplify it, simplify it, tell about the exact contract you're talking about. Because right now, this lady is talking about general contracts. All I right. guess she, she didn't hear the part. Yeah. Tell about All right, well, she said she was listening for a while, so I figured she would know. Well, he's trying to bring in black and white, hard and fast, and I'm saying no. Life isn't that way. Life so isn't he, that way. So who's going to decide yeah, when life is, life is on the benefit of what part? Yeah, but in any case, let me, let, me, let me explain the contract. Here's the contract. If you're an employer, and they told you, well, to do some illegal well, this lady, you're avoiding again. I am. I'm going to ask. I'm going to tell you what's what the contract is. Yeah. Men, yeah. Okay. A man and a woman, they get together. 
they're they're dating or they're cohabiting together or they're married. They both say to each other, uh, you're right, I do not want to have children. They both say that to each other. And the woman says, if by chance I get married, despite the vasectomy, despite the condom, if uh, my birth control fails, if for any reason I get uh, pregnant, I will have an abortion. Now, I don't despite. What do you mean despite a vasectomy? What do you mean by that? I mean if a man has a vasectomy and if she gets pregnant because a vasectomy fails, she says I will get an abortion. In other words, unless you rape me, okay, and I get pregnant, I will get an abortion. I, I do not want children and I will get an abortion. And part of the contract yeah. is um, if I do get <laughs> pregnant, and if I do, if I then decide to not get an abortion, I will pay for everything, and you do not have to pay for anything. In other words, the man. Now, if a woman knows the terms of the contract, which is very simple, and the man and she really? agree to it, then why shouldn't she be held uh, responsible for upholding the contract? Because as a third person who had no say in being born, and that person has to be cared for. And in spite of failed contraception, in spite of vasectomy that failed, the child is still here, and it has to be cared for. It has well, no, the child is still here because she decides to have it. Her adult mind right, says, exactly. I am right. a woman, hear me roar. Okay. And right. Okay. okay. <laughs> all, all right. right. All and right. I decide... Not that, not to uphold the contract. Well, I, well you know, I don't think that people allow father to um, not pay child support, no matter She's what kind of for it. She's agreeing to pay for everything. I understand. Okay. I, I hear, you're not hearing me. No, what, you, what you're saying is she she agreed, but she can disagree when, it, when it's convenient. See, too busy interrupting and right. yelling, and it's not a good conversation. So I'm going to be quiet now. <laughs> oh, okay. Stop using all that right. same old okay. line you've been all using for right. years. You just don't, you right. just don't want to agree. Right. Plain and simple. Uh, it's okay. It's all right. Look, it, it's, it's interesting. Okay. Let me jump in here real quick Go on ahead. that subject. Okay, now this is, I understand what Joe is saying, but I also understand what Ms. Lady is saying as well. Child support laws in this country says that that child, once she has that child, has a right to child support, which makes that contract between the mother and the father null and void. That is the law. We know that, Pete. We know that. That's the public policy. Right. However, however, (laughs) in order to get, Uh in order, there is a way to get around that, you know, then you would still have to go through the process of setting up child support and all of that, but you can file joint custody saying that you're going to have equal share of the child, even though the mother is going to be responsible for it, and then the father is not liable to pay anything. If, yeah, but see, that's if the woman wants to. I'm talking about okay. before this happens, this is a contract where adult women and adult men 
have agreed to what's happening. If they've agreed to it, they agree to it. Right, they're yeah, into well, it, but it's not. But it's not. But it's not. I but, know that, right. P. That is yeah, why that's, it's called. That's why it's called the castration of men, because men have no say. <laughs> well, you okay. don't have. You know what? You don't have any oh, say, P. Wait, yes, all right, hold on, hold on, yes, hold on. Okay, hold on, you two, hold on. We got other people who want to come into this conversation. Because I see it's going around in a circle, circle. So let's get some other opinions here. Because we know what you think. We know what you think, Joe. You know what I think, Miss Lady. So let's get some other. Um, <laughs> this is good. All right, let's see. Area code three four seven. Welcome to the show. Who do I have in? What you got for me? Hotep calling. How are you? I'm doing good. Hotep, how are you today? Very good. Thank you for taking my That's call. That's good. The abortion abortion Uh issue tends abortion tends to go on the male female side. Males feel one way generally, and they side one way. The female feels another, and in the middle, middle of course, is the baby. And uh, what what should take precedence is the baby. And unfortunately, the the system has been set up by males who have abused females for so long that females have justifiably gotten certain rights pushed. The problem is the baby in the middle and two adults fighting over whether or not to let the child live or die. Of course, some will argue it's not a child. It doesn't feel the pain, but I have yet to see to see a group of people supporting abortion that show the abortion in the PSA. If you see what happens to the child in in the... Can you hold on and let me finish the point? If you see what's happening... With this. You've been talking for a long time. Go ahead. Well, I've been on hold, so chill the hell out. Go ahead. What's the matter? You don't understand me? Go ahead. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Sit down. Hold on. Hold on. Let me finish. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Hotel. Go on and finish. So, so if we look at the child in the middle, we would say let's do what's best for the child. Now, if both people agree they don't want the child, good. But if one person says, you know what, I want to keep this child, then I don't think it's the females right or the males to say, nah, I'm going to get the abortion. Just my thoughts. Thanks for taking the call. I'll listen in. All right. Okay. Thank you, sir. Now, all right. Here's two questions. You said that men have been abusing women for for a long time, for years. How have men been abusing women in general? Well, excluding the rock that you've been under, in every nation on the planet, men have abused the females. Men have the muscles and have been taking advantage in the Caribbean, in Africa, in Europe, in America. So I'm guessing you're under a rock somewhere. Under the rock. You haven't answered the question. So if I didn't answer funny, the question. You don't funny. like the answer. Therefore, you're else. trying to change it to something else. You I said you an answer. statement. Can you stand by the statement, or are you a, fem- a feminized man? Well, obviously, just hearing the way you abuse the woman talking is clear. Uh, yeah, that's that abuse. you do the same thing. You're another that's brainwashed an guy. What other evidence do you want? What other evidence do you want? You've been on. I've heard all you doing is right. yelling and talking. Right, no, you're not right, the only right, one that can right. act ignorant. Okay, like you got too much testosterone inside your penis. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all out of control. Y'all know y'all don't do that here on this. This is not this show. That's not what we do here. All right? So let's calm down. Get it together. All right? I mean, I do a little leave. I'm a little lenient, but come on now. 
Come on, we we don't do that here. And Joe, you know better. All right. So with that being said, let me move on to the next caller. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello. Well, hello, Maze. How are Everybody? you? Everybody. You want I'm just fine. <laughs> you want my opinion on this abortion stuff? Sure. Really, let's get my do opinion. That. Okay. Yeah. It depends on what you call abortion. Is it when it's when it's alive and you take it and you give them the death penalty, or when before it's born and you give them the death penalty? Both of those are abortion. But we don't have a conversation on but one side of the abortion, do we? And why is it so important if the if if if, if those Republicans wanted abortion laws and stuff done, they had the House, they had the Senate, and they also had the White House. They didn't do nothing but talk about abortion, and it's just a, a mute point. The relevant conversation that they want to have to talk about abortion, and anybody, any, because uh, anybody, what they do in their bedroom, and they perform and get have a baby and do what they want to do, and they got nothing to do with me because I don't have to deal with that situation that they got to come down with, unless you got a family member that had to do it because of health reasons. That's abortion too, but they don't even want that to happen. And then yesterday they had the nerve to be uh, by second day. Did you see that? Mm-mm. No, about, I didn't hear about that. Are they celebrating vasectomy day because of the uh, the basketball thing, March Madness? That's when most men go get their vasectomies. They're doing that so they can sit back and relax and watch the basketball game. I'm like, really? So why nobody not screaming and howling? And one lady going, one person going to say, oh, they can have it reversed. So both of you laid down to make a child, and you know what to do to make one. So if you stop doing it or find a way to keep making children, you don't have to worry about no abortions and nothing else. Because we don't really want to talk about abortion to take it back to history when people had to get abortions and didn't want to and didn't have a choice. Hello? Go ahead. Yeah, we're here. Go ahead. I, I, I'm listening, Maze. Well, we lost Maze. Okay. We lost Maze. Hopefully oh, we, we lost get Maze. her back here. All right. Yeah, we lost Maze. All right. So here's- let's bring Yankee in. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, Joe. All right, Yankee. Right. Welcome to the show. What you got for me? Hello, Eric and Joe. And well, hello, Yankee. I think Hotel was out there. You know, I didn't know what you were talking about, but, but abortion. Black women have aborted over 20 million since the Roe decision in 1973. <clears throat> according to the Bureau, according to U.S. Census, the number of blacks above 18 that can work, draw a salary and wage is about 20 million, 19 million, 600,000. Hey, they aborted all their workforce. But that's what people want to do. It's up to them anymore. But the, Eric, how you been doing? What's your, what's your main topic today? We're talking about it right now. We're talking about uh, uh, a bill that was passed. That was, well, that was brought was that? up. It wasn't no, passed. that was brought up, yeah. yeah. That was brought up, yeah. It wasn't passed. Oh, you mean the one in uh, New Jer- in uh, where is that? Georgia, New Jersey? No, Virginia. No, not that one. They haven't talked oh, about no. that one. No. Yeah, we we talked about that. No, no, we talking about Georgia. Well, it's a Georgia. Yeah. Huh? Was it called yeah. the stickler well, bill? Yeah, the testicular bill out of Georgia. Vesticular bill. What is that supposed to do? Go okay. tampering with somebody. Testicles? Some poor guy. If you be quiet long enough, I tell you. All right. I'm scared. Um, the state representative has, has proposed a testicular bill of rights package in response to a bill 
to outlaw abortions as a fetal heartbeat, blah, blah, blah. The bill will require men to ask permission from their partners before taking Viagra or erectile dysfunction medication and wait 24 hours before purchasing a sex toy. Okay, she wants oh, to classify sex without a condom. Is that a male or assault. It's a female. Is that a male or a female? It's a female. female. You know, I heard some females was, was uh, totally against sex dolls. Uh, especially when people's talk well not especially but people's talking about distributing them to uh, your prison population. And uh, she was against that. So you uh, mean to tell female, me that naturally. You mean to tell me that they have uh, politicians that put those type of things on the agenda, probably coming from a community or should I say a constituent that is in dire well. straits. Well, uh, she she knows it's not going to, she probably won't pass, but she just did it to, to say basically since um, men want to regulate women's bodies, you know, let's regulate men's bodies as well. That's, that's basically what's the, 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 the just Yeah, that's the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you explained that to me, Eric. Yeah, but you know something? <laughs> they all, they went all around the abortion issue. It, my thing, it wasn't about abortion nor did they listen to whatever my particular comeback was going to be. They kept saying, well, it's about the baby. We have to look out for the baby. Yeah. So if a woman's making $100,000 a year and has a contract with her particular mate that she um, will get an abortion and then, now remember, it's a contract. This is what we were talking about before you got here. It's a written contract between two adults who know what the ramifications are. Now, if the woman wants to break the contract, she is free to do so. And I'm saying, well, then, don't claim you're my equal. Don't claim you're even an adult. If you're going to enter into contracts whereby men get the short end of it, and you go away scot-free. So people are bringing up the abortion issue, which is what I wasn't talking about, but which was a side issue. And they're saying, well, you've got to think of the baby. And the man has to give the money out of his pocket for the baby. If a woman's making enough money and she um, decides to have the baby, and as a result of this contract she has agreed to pay for the baby, then the man should not be forced to pay for something he did not want and which he did not have a choice to have. But everybody's bypassing that particular point (laughs) and going to the familiar abortion issue of which they are brainwashed into having. Well, you, you know, you know, uh, Joe, abortion is a key word, and that's you know, people that we 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 hook on key words, and abortion is a yeah. Good but one. I never mentioned but, abortion. I don't think I mentioned. I know, yeah. no, but I think yeah. But this was in response to to abortion. Remember, we talked about it as far as the heartbeat starting at um, six weeks or whatever. But anyway, um, mm. uh, you know. This, this, this you can have the contract, and but as people grow, you know, the feelings change, thoughts change, and maybe she say, well, yeah, I can do it by myself until she gets in straights or a hard time and go and apply for some kind of assistance, and then you know they gonna come after the guy anyway. Well, you know, so, yeah. and you yeah, know what else they've I done mean, in the past? Well, they're, they're you know. Um, and, and this is the, um, what you're talking about is also making the state go after the guy and the guy pays and everybody's on welfare or, you know, stuff like that or state assistance. 
what they've done in the past. Right. And this, a decision I had didn't come down on this. But um, what had happened about 10 years ago, 8 or 10 years ago, there was a, um, a case, um, and, this, and this brought up the general question. If a man and a woman divorce now, okay, now no uh-huh. baby involved. Man and a woman okay. have divorced. The woman uh-huh. who was making good money, he was making good money, she was making good money in this case, which is a particular case, which would be set as a precedent. She has now fallen in hard times and almost homeless. So now they want the man who is divorced to pay uh, alimony to the woman, even though he wasn't paying um, alimony to her before. In other words, now, is this still his responsibility after about five, six, seven years of being divorced, probably not talking to each other that much, no children involved, the woman's on hard times, now they want to make it his responsibility, I think maybe the man got remarried, to now still take care of the ex-spouse. No, that's not right. Yeah, well, a lot of right. stuff isn't right, but you know, I don't. I, you know, it was. Um, it was. I don't think it was adjudicated. Um, um, no, it was adjudicated. I don't know what this what the decision was. Um, but I mean, this is this is always about drain the man, get his money, get his wallet, forget okay. about what he wants, forget about common sense. If the woman's in trouble. He has been, he's forced to go to her rescue. Now, there was also a bill, something like four or five or six years ago, that didn't get much traction. But somebody had brought up the idea, it wasn't, it wasn't a formalized bill, but brought up the idea that even if you go out on a date, and you're dating this whoever, and she doesn't like what has happened throughout the dating um, series. In other words, first date, second date, third date, she can now sue the guy for emotional distress because she just didn't have a good time. Now you think, that's crazy. Well, I know it's crazy. But it was brought up to be considered as perhaps a part of law. So we as men, and we as women and men and citizens have got to be leery of what's going on. Because if this divide and conquer keeps going on, you're not going to have any communities and you won't have any America. But every time I ask uh, women, are you responsible for your own decisions? Well, yes, I'm an adult. Does that also uh, come to um, uh, your relationship with your man, regardless of whether you're married or not, and if there's children involved? Well, I don't know. Well, it depends. Well, Give me well, a Joe, break. You have to you see, you have to understand too. It, laws, the laws that that are that are in effect today are old laws, and they they go back to to the time when you know the the belief was the man is the breadwinner, the man take care of everything, so the man will take care of the woman regardless, no matter what happens. Okay, and that's the laws that now nobody has challenged any of these laws, and we've said it on oh, the show they've before. Oh, they've been challenged for years. They've been challenged, but they haven't been changed. That's what I mean when I say challenge, the challenge to change them. (laughs) You know, nobody has really pushed to have these things changed. And and in effect, that's why the law is still set up to protect.
take the woman instead of the man. Say what? Eric, am I still yeah. on? Because I want to say Joe speaks a lot in generalities, and um, it's just not um, – and he he's not being really um, specific enough. Oh, so when God. he says to date, he can sue. That's ridiculous. Under what circumstances? It's just that, oh, I, I didn't like how he was dressed, so I'm going to sue him. I mean, you know. Exactly. Oh, for God. I, I, the generalities, first of all, I don't speak in so way out there generalities. And I'm speaking about um, generalities that are going to be very specific and used as precedent. Now, if you're talking about the emotional distress, that is what happened. That somebody wanted to bring up, in the legislature, they wanted to bring up a bill that said that any time any woman with any man um, did not like the dating experience can sue for emotional distress. Just like, here's a very specific bill for you, Miss Lady. There was I would a, like to that yeah. bill is, because I'm going to look at that, and it, I'm sure it's not exactly how you said it, I am going to bring it up. Okay, very good. Just look so up emotional we distress. And we will okay. be in hotel for looking up. All right. Now, here's a very specific case. All right. There were two doctors who <laughs> went right. to bed together. Two doctors. The uh-huh. girl, the girl, the female doctor, went down and gave oral sex to the man. You're not going to give the number. Huh? You just heard about it. You're not going to give the number. You just gotta skip over there. What? What are you skip saying? Skip over what? He was supposed to give the number of the pill. He said any time a woman uh, was going didn't like a date under for whatever reason she wanted to be able to sue the man. So I'd like to know more specifically Look about the that. Look up the keywords: emotional distress. You're what? You need help on this? Go to Google. Look up. Adjudication no, for legal process. Too many generalities. You're not no, giving well, then look it up. Here's, here's a specific case for you. Two doctors. You're interrupting me now. Two doctors, okay? Two educated people. The you girl goes down. You're interrupting. And it's played out. It's played out. The patriarchal attitude is over. That error is over. Here's what happened. You tell, you talk, you're accusing me of generalities. I'm giving you a specific case, and now you're interrupting. Here's a specific case. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Gee. Two doctors. Got, girl goes down. Um. Um, he ejaculates in her mouth. She keeps the jism, okay? Goes to the bathroom, puts it in a plastic oh, wow. bag, okay? Puts it in a plastic bag. Then she goes home, uses a turkey baster, um, 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 implants herself with the semen, gets pregnant, admits to the, admits to the judge, um, yeah, um, I did not have intercourse with him. Yes, I took the, the the sperm. He considered it as a gift. A gift. She stole <laughs> the sperm. She became pregnant <laughs> without his permission, without his knowledge. Did he freely? What? Did he give it freely? Did he did give he, it freely? Did he Present it to her freely. No, she went. Did you hear me? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Miss Lady. Hold on, Miss Lady. Because you're breaking up anyway. Hold on. 
Now the question was, Joe, did did, did she give it to you? She said, did he give it to her? What man gives a woman his sperm freely for her to do whatever she wants to do with it? I would charge thirty nine ninety five. Hold on, hold on, hold on, stop, everybody stop, all right, now, the question was, did he give her the sperm freely, now, the the result was, she held it in her mouth, went in the bathroom, put it in a plastic bag, then put it in a turkey baster, and, 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 you know, inserted it into her vagina, and she got pregnant, all right, Miss Lady said, well, did he give it freely? Uh, whether and the judge said basically when they went to court that the lady uh, the, the the lady the lady the guy gave it to to her as a gift. Now, that, yeah, I guess the question let's let's go back to the first part of Miss Lady. Did he give it freely? Now, I think that is a very interesting question in itself. Did he give it? Freely? That has I mean, you know what, Eric? That I, has nothing to do with what? that that particular instance, right? There. Did you say well, what did no, she no, tell no, the judge? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, yes, it does because you know that that's part of part of what somebody would ask the judge would ask anyway. Did he give it freely? You know, yeah, but did what did she what did she tell the judge initially? You may I, you, I, you, I, I what did she, what did she tell the judge, Joe? The the girl said we did not have intercourse. Okay, and I yes, I gave him a blowjob. And yes, I took the sperm. Nothing about consent. Nothing about hair, babe. You can do whatever you want with it. He didn't even know that it was taken from him. Well, he wouldn't be responsible for the child if they didn't have intercourse. Heck, he could ejaculate it on the floor, and she picked it up. That's my well, point. That is you. Yeah. I mean, that is it. But she told but, the judge that she didn't have intercourse with him. Then she have came up with some other devious demonic scheme to try to entrap this person. Now, uh, but but, some, but no, yeah, he's not something. As obvious yeah. as right. That's very yeah, obvious. Yeah. He did not give it to her freely. Of course, that's <laughs> that's a question a defense attorney would ask. Of course. <laughs> yeah. All right. Because, uh, all right. Well, Joe, you know, I can, can you really say he didn't give it to her? Well. He did, but he didn't. <laughs> but that's not what made her pregnant, though, Eric. If, exactly. even, if she, you don't get pregnant, you don't conceive from swallowing sperm. Sperm wasn't designed to be swallowed anyway, nor injected up somebody's anal tract. So that's just one of these okay, devious but, schemes. You got right, one of these all right. people out there doing. I don't know nothing about all that. I don't know nothing about all that, PNK. Well, you do. You, you, but okay. Yeah, uh, yeah you but know I you can't, can't conceive, yeah. I understand what you're saying. And what about the cases of paternity fraud where the guy's in jail, never had any sex with the woman at all, okay? Never came for a conjugal visit, got pregnant, and the man still has to pay for the child support. What do you say, Bill? Say it again. The man man was in prison, never got a conjugal visit from his girlfriend. He never got a what? He never got a conjugal, conjugal visit. He, she never went. She never oh, went to visit. Oh, visit. Yeah. Okay. She got pregnant by another man. While he's in uh-huh. prison, okay, comes out, has to pay child support. Well, has he? Well, had he been making child support payments? No. What do you mean? No. And he had made. He had made the uh-huh. initial. One in the beginning. No, I don't see how he's no. a, he's can be made to pay for here's, something here's, that's not no, his. Here's right. why. 
here's why, Pianki. Here's why he's made. Because as long as they're married, he was responsible for that child. I remember cases like that, and that's what the law in many states say. As long as they're married and she has that child, he has to pay for it. I mean, he's responsible. It doesn't matter who child it is, as long as they are married. Legally. They weren't married. Legally. I don't think this 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 uh, this particular case in which he was. I don't think they were. Uh, this guy was married to her. But let's say that they yeah. were. If it's proven yeah, at the time, it. it's impossible for uh-huh. him to have been the father. Sometimes you have well, to go through a process to find out DNA. Where were you at this particular time? Right. Did you get Did right. you get the notification right. on time? Um, all that kind of nonsense. It was proven. Right. The guy's behind bars. Proven. Yeah. She never went to visit him. How is it his sperm? How is it his child? Well, it's not. It's not. Of course. But if he it's doesn't fight, right. it, and it, it's paternity fraud assisted by the state. Yeah, but he has to fight it, and he has to prove the case. <laughs> I mean, What's I, the other term? Know, like, uh, we said, like, like we said before, the laws that are, that are set up, to pre- they protect the woman and the child, not the man. The, so the woman has, has committed... Yeah, the woman committed infidelity. That's the term I'm trying to think of. I don't. You say it was in Texas, or you don't know what. Okay, state let's it was. put it this way. No, she cheated. Yeah, she cheated. Right, she, she cheated. called it infidelity. She cheated. Yeah, she infidelity cheated. is when you're married. Is cheated is when you you know you can be either married or not married. But the thing is, is that yeah. as I've maintained, if these laws would change so that the woman would not get a financial uh, benefit out of it, you you better believe there'd be more abortions, a lot fewer children. Yeah. In this in this country, yeah. uh, okay. you're right. A lot of things would change. A lot of things would change. But well, let's move on, man. Let's move on. Go ahead, Pianki. Then we got to move on, man. There should be some. There should be some criminal repercussions when a woman do that. There are, and I think there have been some recent cases. But when you try to uh, pull that type of that type of accusation onto a male, a woman, then you should be faced with some criminal charges. Yeah, you should. Right. Same thing with rape. <laughs> yeah. Women yeah. have accused rape. I, I women have accused men of rape for for, for for how long? And when it's been um, shown that the women has, uh, have lied, have even come forth and admitted that they've lied, no repercussions, except recently, maybe in the last 10 years, and very, very mild. And very there's about mild. seven different, there's about seven different kinds of rape, too, by the way. Yeah, Believe well, it they, yeah, yeah, they are. But hold on, let me get Maze back in here because she fell off earlier when we were talking. So let me get her back in. I know she's been waiting. Maze, are you there? Yes. As I was saying, okay. we're all in uh, always on other people's business. Had had nothing to do with us uh, having a conversation. Is this the only conversation we having today? <laughs> no, Maze. About not. somebody, some woman, and some huh? No, it's not. Go ahead. I want you to go are ahead and finish gonna... what you were saying, though. Before I move oh, on, you want to change it into something that we haven't heard before, or something that's got something to do with everyday life and people that's us that we laughing at. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Am I? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Well, yeah, this has nothing to do with everyday life. This is yeah. relevant what all I'm right. hearing now. <laughs> okay, because right, right. it's all about men and okay. hate women. I mean, let's talk. I know you like women, but some men you listen to, you can hear the anger in their voice <laughs> about how they disappointed the with some woman that mistreated them. <laughs> It's not there. about it's being mistreated in their voice. It's, it's about the law being unfair. With a man <laughs> sex with a woman, 
It's so it's 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 amazing how women do not listen. It's and amazing. you know, Joe, it does have an effect on the public hold because on. these cases make presidents. Yeah, well, all right, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, but I want to talk about we're gonna, we, we gonna go ahead and. All right, real quick, Miss Lady, go ahead. Okay, I say when a man and a woman lay down together and he ejaculates, he's assumed the risk of a pregnancy occurring. Under no matter what the circumstances are, bottom line. So if a child results from that, then the child needs caring for, and he's going to have to pay as well. Hmm. Okay. All right. And that's the last word on that. All right. Um, there's a, a situation going on in Georgia right now, and it's it, it's funny. Because you have people getting pulled over for supposedly being high or drinking, but they're not. And there's a new task force that's supposed to be spotting for um, those that smoke weed. However, a lot of the people that's getting pulled over are innocent and haven't been smoking weed or anything like that. I'm gonna play this clip for you here in a minute, uh, and you can you can hear what's going on itself. I, I find it quite hilarious, but it's sad at the same time. So, so you be aware if you're driving through Georgia, this may happen to you. Hold on. Here we go. Drunk driving arrests are down sharply after decades of aggressive enforcement, while drugged, drugged driving arrests are actually climbing. Georgia now has more than 250 officers with special drug recognition expert training, but 11 Alive Chief Investigator Brendan Keefe discovered some drivers are getting arrested for driving stoned, even when their drug test came back clean. You haven't had anything to drink tonight? Not tonight, no. Not tonight, okay. One of the things that we do is we ask people to both do this thing, okay? Caitlin Ebner crossed the line and got pulled over on her way home from work. Well, real hard. I'm going to ask you to stop. Keep going, keep going, keep going. You can stop. No, she wasn't drinking. All tests for alcohol came up empty. When's the last time you smoked marijuana? Oh, I don't do that. You, I can give you a drug test right now. I've, you you, you I, don't smoke marijuana? I do not, okay. no. All right, well, you're showing me indicators that you have been smoking marijuana, okay? I didn't realize that you could get arrested for something that you didn't do until it happened to me. Right, watch your wrist for me. I don't uh, want to pinch you. you marijuana? No, ma'am, not possession unless I find it in your car. I believe that you're impaired by the marijuana that you've smoked. Before you felt those handcuffs closing over your wrist, did you understand just how serious this was? I didn't understand. I, um, as soon as I took that breathalyzer, I thought I was going home. It's time to be taken into custody, okay, for DUI drugs. The waitress spent the night in jail and had her alcohol server's permit revoked because of the DUI arrest. After four months, prosecutors dismissed all charges because her blood test came back completely clean. You had to spend months and thousands of dollars proving your innocence. I did. When's the last time you smoked weed? I don't smoke weed. You don't smoke weed? No, not at all. The same thing happened to this college student two weeks earlier on Good Friday. Well, I believe you have, okay? I need to borrow your arm real quick, okay? I believe that's why I believe that's why you were failing to maintain your lane and driving halfway wait, wait, on, on the ramp when I was behind you. Give me just one second. Give me just one second. That's correct. I didn't understand. I'm like, why are you arresting me? Like, what did I do? He said, do you have a substance? I'm like, what? Are you arrested because you think I smoke marijuana? I believe that you're impaired by cannabis. Yes, ma'am. I don't smoke weed. Is there a way you can test me right now? Princess Umbamara was also jailed and fought the DUI drug charges for half of 2016. So the blood test comes back, they toss the case. I remember my lawyer 
trying to talk about a deal. I was like, what? I'm not taking a deal. I didn't do anything. I want, like, my life back. Can you reverse time? Can you stick your tongue out real big? Months later, it happened a third time to this Auburn student. You're giving me indicators that you have consumed marijuana, so you're being placed on the rest of DUI, okay? The prosecutor filed this dismissal of the student's DUI drug charge five months later. Defendant performed well on field sobriety evaluation, and blood and urine were negative. Three DUI drug arrests, three tox screens negative for marijuana. One police officer, Cobb County's T.T. Carroll. Documents show Carroll is one of the highest rated and best trained officers on Cobb County's legendary DUI task force. Well, you're showing me numerous indicators. He's a certified drug recognition expert. Well, I don't believe you're telling me the truth, okay? I don't believe because I'm seeing some involuntary indicators that you've consumed marijuana. One of 250 Georgia officers who've gone through this intensive month-long training. A drug recognition evaluation involves a dozen observations that allow officers not only to pronounce a driver is on drugs, but to identify which of seven types of drugs are in their system. Marijuana. How do you look at somebody and say marijuana? There are involuntary responses of the body that we can observe that would suggest impairment of marijuana. He did these techniques that he was taught. And he determined you were on something you weren't on. Yeah, unfortunate for me. Because he's ingesting marijuana. That's what my training suggests. Officer Carroll relies on his drug recognition expert training. But in these three dismissed cases, he didn't do the full DRE evaluation after the arrest. The standard protocol requires all 12 steps to be complete. Yet any police officer can make a DUI drug arrest on fewer observations. If I establish probable cause, you know, and I believe that based on my training, that's why I put the handcuffs on you. Several, several, several indicators. Okay, so when I do a drug test, I'll be free to go, correct? You're going to jail, ma'am, okay? I don't have a magical drug test that I can give you right now. But he just did the magic drug test that resulted in your arrest. They're ruining innocent people's lives. Caitlin Ebner filed an internal affairs complaint against Officer Carroll. Cobb County investigators exonerated the officer and doubted Caitlin's innocence, insisting the marijuana could have already metabolized out of the blood. They said, yeah, we see this happen all the time. The test results come back wrong. So the test results were wrong? Yeah, that's what they said, that the test results were wrong. And also, if I had a urine test, that it would have came back positive for drugs. But Caitlin got her own urine test the same week as her arrest. The urine test was also negative for marijuana or other drugs. This training is so powerful that they believe they can detect drugs that a blood test will not detect. It's extremely surprising. That's my life that they're playing with. Last week, Cobb County's DUI task force was awarded a trophy by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. 696 DUI and Officer Carroll was given a silver medal for 90 DUI arrests in 2016. He put dozens of actual convicted drunk drivers behind bars last year. But if he got three people who were innocent behind bars having to defend themselves, how does that balance out for you? It's something I have to carry for the rest of my life. Now, commanders wouldn't let Officer Carroll talk with us, but the department stands behind this, these arrests. And also the department says that the GBI crime lab often returns results as negative even when there is a trace amount of marijuana in the blood. Cobb County police also say that any officer trained with this special drug recognition expert training is better and more reliable than a scientific blood or urine test. And that we found surprising.
It is surprising, all of it. Astounding. My jaw is open, Brendan. I think it is worth repeating here that officers don't get it wrong all the time, right? You no, they usually, the end. vast majority of the time, they get it right, and they're getting impaired people off the streets. We're talking about people who could kill someone in your family or you and I on the road. I mean, I've done dozens of ride-alongs over my career with these yeah. amazing officers who are truly heroes. But this drug recognition thing is a problem only because there's no immediate scientific test like you have for alcohol. They can't immediately take you to the department, test your blood and urine, and let you go. It takes weeks or months, and that's why they're relying on this training. 250 officers got this special training. Where besides Cobb County are these officers? All over the state of Georgia. Now, just because an officer pulls you over who doesn't have drug recognition expert training, they can call a drug recognition expert in their department. And that happens often. In fact, a number of these arrests, Officer Carroll wasn't even the one who stopped them originally. But then they use this training. The question is, is there a problem with the training or is there a problem with the way it's being uh, implemented in the field and improvised? Or is there, as Cobb County insists, something wrong with the way the crime lab is testing it? The highest number of these officers? Uh, it's definitely the Georgia State Patrol. Yeah. All right. Brendan, Brendan Keith, thank you very yeah. much. Thank All right. And that, that was, <laughs> there you have it. That, that was very, very interesting. Now, the problem I have with this thing is, number one, you're depending on, on a guy standing there looking at you. Okay, um, um, P, your mic is open. Um, you know, you got a guy standing there looking at you, asking you questions, and say, well, no, I don't smoke weed. Well, you have given me indicators because you crossed the line. Well, I'm sorry, I may have swerved a little bit, but really? And then to the, the top it off, you go in, you take the blood test, you take a urine sample, and it comes back negative, and regardless of what them idiots just say on there, marijuana stays in your system for a minute, okay? All right, and if it comes back negative, it's negative. You know, it, it, you know, once 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 urine tests come back, you know, there's a specific amount uh, that's supposed to register. You know, so now here's here's the backside of this story that that probably wasn't mentioned, but I'm gonna mention it anyway. So now what you have is uh, uh, they taking the vehicles, they impounding the vehicles. Okay, which means the owners, if they're driving, they got to get their cars out the impound lot. Depends on where they took it, take it, because I know here's $130 a night plus the towing fee for however long it sits there, if you can get your vehicle back. You know, so basically it's making money for the state without without them by, by falsely arresting people. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure they, they have, um, I'm sure they have, uh, uh, taking some people off the street that were impaired or what have you. But this is kind of shaky because you, you're really depending on the, the per, uh, a human being. And you know how they, that, that officer is feeling that evening. You know, he may be wanting to make some arrests. I don't know. I think it's kind of shaky. They, they need to find out a, a, another another uh, um, way of doing this thing. Uh, let me see. Uh, P, you got anything you want to say? Bring the crew in. Yeah, now, now the one thing that that I heard them say is that these are they don't took these 250 hours of training or a month long training or whatever it was, and they're supposed to be experts on determining whether or not you are actually impaired and what kind of drug that you are on when you're telling them, I don't do drugs. The phone for the women say, I don't do drugs. But they're telling them, no, you're impaired by marijuana. No, you. And then it came back, so so how well is that training? Then they have the audacity to say that, okay, the drug tests are coming back wrong. How? 
how. <laughs> Come on now, people. You you just gonna make these people, uh, uh, you know, per, you know, make it seem as if these officers are infallible. Well, that's all right. They're human. They are not infallible. They want to get up there and arrest records. They want to increase revenue for the state of Georgia. And let's just be honest, because that's what this is really all about. Stop lying. Because you are, you, are, you are not going to look at a sober person and determine that they have marijuana in their system. And you don't smell it. There's no indication of it. But you're going to say that that is what is in their system just by a visual look. Because more than likely, more, you know, these are young kids. It sounds like they were college students. More than likely, they crossed over. One lady, they said she crossed over the line, probably had their phones in their hands. You know everybody, you know young people chasing drive. That was probably all that it was. Or something was in the road, they want to run over it, swerved a little bit to avoid it or whatever. Whatever the case, but you're going to say, oh, well, I've been following you for a while. No. 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 I ain't buying it. It ain't happening. No. You're not going to tell me that you can go through a course and say that, yeah, this um this um person is is high on marijuana or coming down off marijuana, so you're you're going to jail now. And then you got to take four or five months in order to get your property back, have the case dismissed, and get your name back. That girl lost her liquor license. She worked at probably as a bartender server or whatever. You know how she go? How is she going to provide for her family in those five months if she can't work? See, nobody is talking about the residual effect on the innocent people. You know. So, yeah, yeah no. You, you're not finna look at me <laughs> and tell me, oh, yeah, you've been smoking weed. Yeah, okay. I'm really sitting to go to jail now. I saw um, that battery on an officer. Oh, Lord. Because yeah, you're messing well. with my livelihood. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Don't come to my address, I mean, y'all. Don't don't come knocking on my door. <laughs> I mean, listen, law uh, 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 yeah, well, you know they're coming too. You know they'll be there. Yeah, but, I know, well, right? You know, if you pull, well, honestly, if you pull somebody over, been smoking weed, you don't have to. You know it because you smell it on them. I you mean, don't smell it's, it. It's a, it's a it's a very distinct uh, odor. <laughs> you know. But you know what I thought about, thought about as you were talking, you know, that that also can lead to racial profiling, especially depending on what neighborhood you're riding in. So, yeah, that's that's very, very interesting and kind of shady sounding at the same time. But let's go. You I'm going to bring Joe in, okay? Because Joe, he hit the button a couple of times on me. All right. So let's bring Joe in first. All right, Joe, what you got? Well, yeah. Um it, it is all it is all about revenue, and it could be about racial profiling. It's all about, um, and plus, let's not forget that the majority of well, I don't, I can't say all the cops in, in America, but I do know that there was a legal um, there was a lawsuit brought against the New York City cops a while back for their being too stupid. The average IQ is like 108 or something like that. And I'm going to uh, I'm going to assume that not too many cops are that bright. And then uh, when you have cops that are not bright to begin with, and let's not forget, 
you know, uh, the cop, the the cop that's filing the claim against the particular driver, that doesn't have to be the one that observed you. Right. That cop can call a cop who's trained in the so-called detection uh, procedure, ask him <laughs> what his opinion is. Yeah. You're right. It's like playing yeah. a telephone game. It's like, well, I, if you say this to enough people around the table, if you say one statement to 12 people around the table, by the time it gets back to the person who made the original statement, it sounds like nothing like the original statement. So when like this cop is going to describe what he says he believes he saw to the cop that's supposedly trained in this procedure, and then this cop has to file his report, and give his opinion, and then take the, um, the, the person who's arrested into jail, into custody, forget it. It's just another bunch of crap to, um, to enslave and trap and um, have Mr. Smith have total control over the populace. That's all it is. <laughs> hey, I, hey, that's that's a good way of putting it. All right, let's bring Maze in. All right, Maze, what you think? He should be the biggest lawsuit on them, Donnie. I mean, it's gonna take four months for you to realize that the people took the test. How long do it take for them to take a blood? I mean, a test to see if you got drugs in your system. It don't take no four months. Well, the, the, depending on what, huh? Depend on depending on what lab is you, they're using. But they're using their own lab, so they're not putting a rush on it. And I wonder what who gave him this. Tra- I wonder who gave him this training and who paid for the training. I, I was. We need to get to the bottom of the source of these dummies that's doing this. And they're gonna have the biggest lawsuit because they're gonna stop some judge or somebody. They're gonna have them going to jail. Probably need to test them to see if they're on drugs. Because that was the case. They don't even need to take the test no more. You don't need no new <laughs> test no more. You got a, uh, some training. Where the training coming from? Uh, so somebody showed them how to do it. <laughs> but then open up and listen to now you got these people over there. Uh, they want to give them a needle to bring them back, but then you want people to. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care what you say. You can't look at nobody and tell them what kind of drugs they are. Well, most of some people are <laughs> Some people are on medical marijuana. So what they can do about that case if they got medical? Oh, they, they, they definitely <laughs> gonna go to jail. What what part of Georgia you say this is in? Somebody need to call and talk to this sheriff and everybody else on that department and let them know that it's the most. This is just like the asset forfeiture. You pull somebody over. Exactly. Right. Yeah, because you feel like it. And you look at their wallet and they're carrying around too much money in the opinion of the cop that they the car and everything that's in the car belongs to the um to the police uh, to the precinct now. They won't have no money in their little county. Right. That's what's going to happen. So you mean mm. they only well, do that, what people let them get away with for so for such a short time? Now four months they got to do a four months without, and the lady lost her job, had to wait four months for that, yeah. and then you got to right. people that went in training. I like to know who the trainer was. Yes. <laughs> probably so some, they need to get a psychologist uh, see if something wrong with them in their psych up at the top. That's why, we let That's why we let the wrong people that be paying for educations and different things like that run stuff. And people just sit back and look at them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're doing a great job. Like, really? <laughs> and I guarantee you, for, if, for, if, if in the clip, it were, it were, um, if it were men who were being pulled over, all you, all you uh, ladies on the phone would be saying, me. well, you know what, he, he, might, he shouldn't have swerved. 
I've been the same thing. And a lot of them just went over there couldn't do nothing about it. Mr. Talk, you know he said he did 90 people? And and out of those 90, they couldn't do nothing about it. That's why you didn't hear about the other But the right. ones that do it, that's why we know. And the other ones that was before them, they couldn't do nothing about it. All they could do was take it and go on and say that they were him. So now they're going to be part of the lawsuit, too. They don't well, know. They opened, up a, they opened up a can of worms. They're saying that the drug test isn't good. That's what back, I think. What do you think a defense attorney now is going to say in the future when they say, well, didn't you, officer, uh, also um, have a case a few months ago, and that drug case and that particular uh, result came back positive when it should have come back negative? Well, then... <laughs> Yeah. We may know since you can take one, you can take a blood test, you get out of jail an hour later and take the same, go take the same blood test in the same day, and you get two different results. I mean, they haven't got, they take well, two four months to get the blood test back. This is like something uh, they put up somebody they may know better. Well, yeah, but, you know, and, but see, marijuana stay in your system for at least six months. So, yeah, you know, I'm saying it depends. Idea. Yeah. So, Why do it for it to come back completely. Yeah. This lady had to spend yeah. all this money and let the DA and everybody working together. Now, why she had to spend all this money in order to prove herself innocent? Take four months to do it. Nah, she needs to sue the lawyers too <laughs> and the DA. Just sue them all. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is something. This is something we libertarians have been talking about for years. That the innocent, you know, it doesn't matter if you've done something wrong or haven't done anything. You're still going to be victimized by a system that is right. um, that's agenda is not to protect you. Right. I agree with that. Yeah. You're right, Joe. You're absolutely right. Let's see if Miss Lady want to add anything to it. We lost Bianchi. Miss Lady, are you there? You do a lot of driving. Yes. Um, there's a case that went to the Supreme Court, and they said um, man was arrested, whatever, and he took his land worth uh, 42K, I think, and uh, it went up to the U.S. Supreme Court, and they said it was um, they all agreed that it was excessive, uh, excessive fine, and the uh, Eighth Amendment bars that excessive fine. So, I mean, civil forfeiture is just a way to grab folks' property, and um, it's just a lot of people just they don't have time to fight it. They don't have the money to fight it. There was a man, he was uh, working for an insurance company, and he had some cash because he was going and to, I think, Tennessee to buy a car. He had, um, was going to pay cash for a car, and he was pulled over. I, I saw it on television. They showed it. It was horrible. This police officer pulled him over. He was uh, uh, over some, something fictitious, and then he asked him if he had any money. And he said, yeah, I have some money. He said, how much do you have? And the man, he, you know, he was a Caucasian man, looked like he was probably early 50s. He said, I have, you know, about however much he had, maybe 20K or something. He took it. And um, under civil forfeiture. And um, yeah. he was able to fight it. And he got his money back like a year and a half later. But can you imagine all the time? He didn't live in the state. He had to go back mm-hmm. and forth to the state. He had to pay for an attorney. He had to go through right. all of these steps. But hey, he lost quite mm-hmm. a bit of time and money. And so a lot mm-hmm. of people, they want to fight. And so, you know, these um, thieves, that's what they are. They're nothing but rogue thieves. And the cop that arrested him had these horrible tattoos. Like it looked like it was gang signs that took his um, 
took his took his uh, vehicle, that man in Tennessee. So you know, it's just a way to confiscate people's property, and um, it's all fraud. Any anything to stop you? They lie, say you know, like this woman, she wasn't lying marijuana. They lied. He knew he was lying. They don't care. And so yeah. um, this is for the state. This is the power of the state. This is a police state. Um, and um, it seems like, and, um, you know, they're, they're abuse of power. And it happens. It happens all the time. It's all these black folks getting shot down and people being pulled over and, and framed and lied on and drugs planted. Now, I know police officers that planted drugs on people years ago. I know police officers who was taking the drugs from the drug dealers and uh, themselves and selling it. That's so, what the Rampart was all about in Los Angeles and Serpico in um, in New York. Because yeah. I know very rep- very good police officers, and um, but you know this is uh, this, you know it's almost you know it's it's uh, just abuse of power. Hmm. Yeah, that, very, very much so, very much so. But that hey, that's that's how they get away with it, you know. That's how they get away. And let's be honest, most people don't even know what the law is, so that makes it a whole easy. That makes it easier for them because they don't know their rights under the law. They don't know their rights, and they're trusting the government way too much. Right. And you know, some right. states maybe frown more on that than other states. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, that's true. And other states, it's good, I guess, to look up at the laws, huh? <laughs> Before yeah, you roll in yeah. there, and look just to see what the civil asset features are. Yeah, yeah that's, that's Cobb County, Cobb County, Georgia, you know. But the Supreme Court did just rule on um, forfeiture, too. They they make it a little harder for them to do it, but that don't mean they still won't do it. You know, they just make it a little harder. You know, and, and you know what? And it's more about if you ride with a large sum of money on you, they take the money. Now, the question is, does it all get turned in? Probably not, depending oh, on all of us. So, yeah. You know, so you, but you, but the, the bottom line is you still have to prove that it was your money and that you got it legally before they can give it back, which is going to cost you. All right, we got, what, is 18 after the hour? Okay. And one more thing I want to talk about. Why is this man, 45, Joe, your man, why is he bothering McCain? McCain gone, been gone for seven months. Why is he still trying to ride on that man? You know, that, that's think, beautiful, Joe. Yeah, well, I don't think he, usually um, Trump's pattern is not to start a verbal fight. He usually comes back when he's been insulted. So it's either Megan McCain or somebody in the family had done something. Because don't forget, he did go. Um, or we sent the representative to McCain's funeral, and McCain, I think, excluded Trump from being invited to the funeral because even at yeah. the desk, he had a grudge exactly. against Trump. Now, Trump still yeah. praised him, did not use the funeral. I don't, know, I don't think he showed up. He didn't use McCain's death against him, but now somebody must have said something about him. And people got to learn. This is a guy that fights back. Keep your mouth shut or substantiate your stupid uh, accusations. Even if McCain is dead, if the family is doing saying something, 
then he should strike back. I don't know what I don't know exactly what the cause is, but I do know from the history of what's happened against him, he just doesn't come out and say this person is is a blah 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 blah. It's usually because that person has uh, pointed at Trump first and said something nasty about Trump first. Well, uh, in this case, Joe, no, it didn't happen that way because he was at a um, what he was at a uh, rally. Veterans Memorial, yeah. Yeah, Veterans was, Memorial. He was at a, was a Veterans at a Memorial. Veterans uh, celebration, yeah, celebration. Yep, yeah, and he that's what it was. As an example. Yep, and he used McCain yeah. as an example. Of of what of uh, what was he using McCain as an example of? That he had he had approved uh, for uh, them to use some plane for his funeral and and all of that. That he get you know he gave the okay for everything, but the family nobody said thank you. Nobody told him thank you. That uh, was the point that he made. Oh, okay. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Um, I do not. Yeah. To what? To um, have the funeral at a particular place? What? What do you mean? I don't understand. What he said was, as the president, he has the right to approve whether you know you you be honored, you know, as you know, in as a you know veteran with the highest honors, where you can use the the the, the presidential plane. Um, and wherever they had the funeral at and, and all of that stuff, that the president has the right to approve that or deny that. And he approved it. He's saying, I approved it, and nobody said thank you. Nobody from the family said thank you, you know, because they, I mean, they have that well, right. To voice that privately, you know, let people know, hey, you know, well, I allowed let, this, let's I approved it, but... To be so vociferous yeah. publicly about it, like you, you demand thank you. you don't demand thank yous of anybody. You don't demand respect of anybody. You don't, you know, this well, is ridiculous. Well, well you have yeah. to remember who we're talking about. We have to remember exactly. who we're talking about. That, that is exactly the point. But I don't, what I, what I learned about this, and I didn't hear about this, what, uh, what Pierre, you're talking about at the funeral making a statement. Um, he responded to something Megan McCain had said to him about stop, stop talking about my father being a, not being a hero or something like that. And yeah, well, uh, well, that you know that was because during the campaign, that's um, Trump had said that the only reason why McCain was a hero because he got captured, but he don't he didn't consider him a hero. Right. See yeah. that that was that was doing let me, that. And yeah. let me tell you something. But 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 see you have to also understand too, Joe, hold on for a minute. You have to also understand uh, um forty five had had a problem with, with um McCain anyway because he voted against him to on the repeal act for the Affordable Care Act. Remember? He was the deciding yeah. vote so that didn't get that passed. Right. So that's not forget Yeah. And a couple that, other that things was the that final nail on the carpet. But I I'm yeah. gonna tell you something. I don't get to um, McCain a hero simply because she got caught. And I'll tell you another thing: there are people who were interned, not interned, but who were captured along with him in the Hanoi Hilton, and they and they considered him a traitor. Well, Mr. Paul, right. you know what happened? I heard that too. Can I tell you what happened? What happened? What happened? You, what happened like, you know, he said that McCain was the one started this Russian investigation. That's why he was here. Yeah. Because 
Yeah, That's the why dossier. he. Yeah. <laughs> and I had nothing to do with being no hero or nothing else. He was pissed because he started the investigation. He found out about it. Something well, he yeah, well, yeah. about. He came out and tell the public. And 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 in, and in the investigation, he somebody showed him who started it, and that's why he was pissed about it. And ain't nothing he could do about it now, because Mueller has turned the papers, and the investigation is over. Well, well yeah, and, and you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Um, I just want to say this about McCain. Don't, let's not forget. Also, during the Vietnam War, McCain was flying um, uh, planes, dropping phosphorus on Vietnamese villages. Okay. But yo, what does that right. have to do with your son What'd you say, Mason? What does that got to do with why he's mad with McCain? He's not mad with McCain because he was flying and he wasn't considered a hero. He was mad because he turned in. He had them investigate the Russian probe. So that's what that's that's. Well, he's mad at him at that. But be, like, yeah, but prior to his becoming president, he was on the campaign trail and he said he didn't consider McCain a hero, and he said flippantly, people who get captured aren't heroes. That was a stupid thing to say. But he may or may not consider McCain a hero for whatever other reason. I don't consider McCain a hero for dropping phosphorus on a country um, that barely, has an, barely had an Air Force to protect itself. Phosphorus, that's against international law. But, but I'm still saying that has nothing to do with what's going on now. That may have something to do with it because maybe... But well, he, okay. well, what he did, well, they sure because it's good that he did it. Okay. Well, even well, if you take that away. Okay, here's something interesting, y'all. Um, came across my feed. Mueller delivers report to justice. Okay. Really? Um, Mueller delivers report to justice. Report, yeah, has delivered his confidential report to the attorney general. So yeah, he has delivered it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so we'll well, you got something to talk we'll about see. next week, Eric. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, buddy, we will see. We will see. So now you know, they, really they have already been look, look, they 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 already been fighting over it anyway because the House voted to um make it public, to report public, mm-hmm. but um, the Senate, um, Lindsey Graham, you know, he voted not to make <laughs> not to make it public, make it really? public Senate now. But yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, really? No kidding. Wow. Yeah. And what yeah. about So, uh, so we don't we'll see. Still we'll see. Going, huh? So all these we'll, protection we'll people are trying to protect. Mm, they're trying to protect when something's being said. Yeah, they're trying, they're trying, trying to protect them. It ain't happening. They just found there's no well, Russian well, collusion. They spent two years well, or something like thirty million dollars to find well, out there's well, no well, Russian collusion. Now, Joe, do you believe that? We do believe that. In your heart of hearts, do you believe that? Oh, you believe he truly did, huh? What's the look, collusion to you? You know what? All right, all right. I'm, I'm going to tell you. Hey, look, here it is, here it is, here it is, here it is. Yeah, it's some ties to Russia in there. It, there are some ties to Russia in there. Now, did they Russia, 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 Russia really uh, um, do anything that, that really yeah. influenced the election? No, not really, no, no. You know, and, and it's like I said before, these were business dealings. This That's just what happened during the campaign. Yeah, they, they were business dealings. Just like were they the North Korea thing. Were they legal? <laughs> was it legal what they did? That's a different investigation. We still probably no, no, bring yeah, up. That's no, totally that's different. You know, it yeah, but, but wait a minute, babe. Babe, babe. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's just too much noise going on right now. Okay. Thank you. All right. 
Now, as I was saying, it's the same thing with North Korea. See, little the public knows, it's best to get in friends with North Korea leader now because they have some prime beachfront property that they're trying to make tourist um, uh, attractions. So you have a businessman in the White House. Why not go on and start setting up some stuff as I'm the president, like all of them do? So once he finally leaves office, you know, he can make some money over there in that area and, you know, Russia. Now, to say that to spend all this money to say somebody has uh, influenced our elections is just hypocritical altogether. It's just hypocritical. We've gone and, and over, this country has gone overthrown governments, you know, took people's statues down, had people uh, assassinated. So, yeah, yeah, it's a waste of money. It's a waste of time. It's tit for tat. That's all it is, tit for tat. And I, I think they could have found something better to do. But we're going to see. Honestly, I don't think they're going to really find anything in there that's, that's going to be, they're you know, not, uh, but we'll see. They're not going to find it, and they don't, and let's not forget, not only $30 million, but they found, I forgot how many thousands of man hours. They interviewed something like 130 people, I believe. Um, what else did they do? Uh, they interviewed 130 people. And, oh, they, and they took a look at something like 700,000 documents, and they found mm-hmm. nothing. That's a lot. Nothing. That's a lot. That's a lot. But I bet, I, I guarantee you, if they, somebody wanted to investigate uh, Mr. Smith from another country, boy, there's a whole lot of evidence out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> somebody would die. Uh, yeah, because yeah. yeah, some, some, some of the evidence is that a Russian lady, you know that one was working with the NRA and all the stuff they were doing? That's a conclusion. They, yeah. they, 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 that's some, some, the some, NRA some, was involved. But we don't have people that want to admit it. They still trying to hang on. Well, but you just let, like go, let go and ride and let, let the tires run on over you. All that they got to say. If, if they didn't get Obama for his gun running scheme, they ain't going to get Trump for this. Now, let's Obama, be honest. Obama, 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 what, drug, what drug running scheme? The gun running oh. scheme. He and, he and his attorney general, Hoy, uh, was it Hoyer? Now, I forgot his name. Did they arrest any people? Did they arrest any people? What? You tell me where I can go find this. Don't give me no, no, the evidence is all over the place for this one. So the like, evidence is all over the place. Yeah, the evidence, the evidence, evidence. Uh, just like this one, this is, this is Tricky Dick style. Hey, we're here, what we looking hey, at? What? Hey, what? Hey, what? Hey, get off your black box. Get off your black box, all right? Y'all need to get evidence, 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 the evidence was over, all over there on the sun running scheme, okay? Yeah, right. What, 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 what was the name of it, Joe? What was the name of it? I'm trying to think of it. Fast and Furious. That's what you're talking about. Fast and Furious. No, no, no. There's something else, Nate. The name was the name of the handle. Who was arrested and who was connected with who doing that? Nobody. Honey, but they found the guns that were. This is tricky, dick. Yeah, I want to hear that one because that one that that was proven to be wrong. Nate, really, Nate? Just because nobody arrested. Oh, so since nobody was arrested. Hey, since nobody was arrested, that made it okay, right? It was no, okay. It didn't it okay. Happen. I'm saying there was no proof, and there was no no nobody going to jail, and nobody they had hearings. We getting none of them. But this one, you got two people. Well, I do have the guns. And they are being collected. You like cricket? You like cricket? Okay. All right. Here's the thing. Somebody saying they designed the gun. What's the name of the skin? Uh, it's a camel in a big one. 
the guns well, that were supposedly confiscated by Holder and I am not talking about no drugs because Bush did drugs. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You brought up the gun running scheme as a means yeah, of trying to say Obama's innocent of a crime. And you said there's no evidence. Right. There is evidence. I'm about to tell you. They're not. All right. There's no evidence. All right. All right. So, like, like you told me where you can go to the Library of Congress and find where there was some evidence, Joe and Mr. Talk. Then y'all can convince. Okay. All right. No problem. You can find evidence all over the place. And you got Chris See. going to jail, and they were not going to jail just to be going. All right. All right. You know, we can always we can always count on Mays to protect President the former oh, President yeah. Obama. Oh yeah. I don't care. I don't care. If he was walking around with his pants down, you know, playing with himself and so Mays, yep, that's what he was doing. Nope. Where's the proof? Where's the proof? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but did anybody see him? Did anybody see him? Yeah, see that's 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 an example of why I do not associate you know uh, associate myself with any party, any party because you have to have open mind. Look, none of these cats are clean, okay? None, none of these are clean. Uh, yeah, Maze. Yeah, nobody went to jail, Maze, but that don't say they weren't clean or they weren't responsible for it. You know, just like this case, what's going on here with forty five? The same thing going to happen. You know, the the fall men are getting taken in. See, you, that's what you have to understand. There are certain people that are set up to take the fall for these these, these guys. Ah, yeah, that's like it's like that's, a right, like a TV yeah. show. Who's the patsy? Yeah, don't, but yeah, don't, don't believe yeah. they're gonna go to don't believe they're gonna go to prison and really suffer in prison. You know, they're gonna be taken care of. You can you can believe that. Right, and you if know. Obama and Holder were responsible for the gun running schemes, and the other ones, and don't forget, Holder was the uh, the, the Department of Justice. He was attorney. the head of the Department yeah. of Justice. If he's yeah. the one, he attorney general. That, yeah, how was he going to arrest? He's he's, he's going to arrest the people that he that he assigned to do the gun running? No, <laughs> no, you know. And, and let me let's, let's be honest. We know those 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 agencies with those three letters. They, you know, behind their names, you know, they have a <laughs> yeah. lot to do with it as well. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, so it, it, it's all around thing. And who's to say it's still not going on? And it's probably what's going on before, <laughs> you know, beforehand as well. So it's all good. It's all good. All right, it's 434, y'all. Yeah, I know it's Friday afternoon. I got to ride out of here. Uh, I lost my co-host. She had to go on an uh, emergency mission. But she'll be back with me Monday. So what we're going to do, go ahead and give you all a chance to get your last words in because that's what we do here on Let's Talk. Uh, I think this lady is gone. Okay, so now, Maze, it's your turn. Go give me some last yes, words. This is my turn. Now, we know we can go to the Library of Congress and find out what I don't know big gun running. We can't find nowhere where Obama was doing no gun running at the Library of Congress or nowhere else. There was just a false tree or whatever, but y'all ears was blocked in your mind. And then it's just like we can go look at Tricky Dick, what happened, and we can find out what happened here. So Joe and Mr. Talk, y'all need to get y'all whatever together and leave Obama out of this because he had nothing to do with this. And he's not in jail and none of the people that were with him in jail. But Ali Dorsey didn't go to jail either, but we know what he did without wearing contracts. That's on paper. Well, so what do you find on paper yeah. Obama did some gun running? I'm waiting to hear it. When y'all show it to me, then we can have a conversation. Until you, and if you can't, save it. And with that joke, uh, 45 going to get it too. His children going to get it because they were cleaning their crime in the name of business. <laughs> They're like, tricky it. Have a good Friday. <laughs> 
All right, you too, babe. All right, Joe. <laughs> okay. Everybody, including Mays and Miss Lake and B, all right, and the other listeners and Hotep. Well, I'm gonna leave them out of it. And you, Eric. Everybody, have a good weekend. Be safe out there, okay? And wake up. The government is not there for your protection. And stop looking at the laws which you think are protecting you, okay? Because they're not. They're designed to just divide and conquer and, and for the uh, the powers that be, Mr. Smith, to bide his time until he can come down on every single citizen in the United States. So having said that, peace out, everybody. All right, Joe. <laughs> Joe said peace out. <laughs> I like that. All right, what a great show, man. I tell you, we covered a whole lot of stuff today, and uh, it was good to be back. We're going to try and be back here again Monday. Oh, Lord willing, you know, but I tell you, this, this, these last three weeks have been crazy. But we're going to try and be back here Monday, bring you another show. I don't know about what, but it probably be something about the dossier and the Mueller report. Woo, 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 woo. But I want to thank everybody for hanging out with me today. Mays, Joe, Miss Lady, Harkham, a uh, couple other people I saw. Hotel, thanks for stopping by. And I, we do appreciate it, man. We really do. Um, I don't have any last. That's all. Those were my last words. Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just groovy, man. All right. So uh, that's going to do it for us, I guess. I don't have anything else for you. Um, I'm trying to find a song to play, but you know what? I don't have too many songs to play today. So what we're going to do? We're going to play some country folks by uh, Bubba Sparks, and we'll see y'all back here Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 to 12 Pacific, here on Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. If you want to send me any type of uh, information, um, you can send it to ericletstalk at gmail.com. All right? That's ericletstalk at gmail.com, and I'll be more than happy to respond to you, okay? So y'all have fun. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you back here Monday. Later! Country fried, baptized in gravy Can't wash off what the good Lord made you No matter how far that highway goes An old dirt road to get you home Come on. You can see it in the ride when they try to lie You the bullet hole and a stop sign kind That I'm right there with you Put your drinks up high for my country folk hey. My country folk hey. I'm out here on a thousand acre plot of land And I can't hear him hating on me, I'm a modest man Talking weird, Jimmy Mathis, and he got a plan And when he talk, I listen to him, that's a lot of man He said we need to take it back to the root of it I put on for the country, that's the truth of it I'm talking last millennium, we was repping it Before anybody had accepted it We introduced him to the cooler on the tailgate Full of cold, natty light, playing satellite A little day while we misbehave, okay, okay. Once we figure the game out, we go play go. A generation of people that love Tupac oh. And hey, we banging it in the boondocks Now put your drink in the air if you ain't scared Them folks been doing that thing, yeah Country fried, baptized in gravy Can't wash off what the good Lord made you No matter how far that highway goes An old dirt road to get you home Come on. If you see it in the ride when they try to lie Beautiful and whole and a stop sign kind that I'm right there with you. Put your drinks up high for my country folk, my country folk. See me 
and bubble, we've been doing this a long while. It sure seems a lot longer than a country mile. Hollywood look good, full of fake friends. I never thought we could ever be here again. Time heals, one fell, one came up. Back together, son, we gon' tear this thing up. A lot of talkers and I ain't got to name them. They want to be us, hell, I can't blame them. So looky here, cold beer on a tailgate. Been doing this for some years, y'all so late. Banging out cats and a little George Strait. Hot damn cold Ford, back with Bubba K. Country fried, man, fried, and gravy. Can't watch up with the good Lord Major, no matter how far. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.